0: where are the low value men like what are what are all the low value men up to during these trying times because the high value men they, i know they're around they won't shut the fuck up low value men i have not heard a word out of i'm starting to think i'm on their side i think i want one of those i want a low value man they don't make podcasts i haven't seen one low value man make a podcast do they not know how to use microphones maybe that's a good thing that's that's hot all right, I haven't seen, I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now,
1: everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchub. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to an all-new episode of Low Value Mail with your host, me, on this October 10th, 2023. The year of our Lord, as I always say, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out which one it is. And this is episode number 80. That has no significance of anything, but 80 episodes. Not bad, huh, Scroats! Anyways, with us uh, this evening we have Clint Russell. He's going to be joining us very shortly. He's a former entrepreneur turned liberty advocate. He's the host of the uh, Liberty Lockdown podcast, co-host of Tower Gang. Hopefully, uh, there aren't going to be people calling in to fight you. If you guys remember that from the Ryan Dawson episode, anyways, not important. Uh, but we got there's a lot going on right now in the world. And, uh, you know, we, we, we got some shit to talk about and it is interesting to hear about it because obviously, you know, uh, a lot, a lot of war drums are getting beaten at the moment, but, uh, you know, generally the libertarians are, are the ones who are the, the least party of war. So, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to talk to him. He'll be coming up very shortly. Guys, the phone lines... Someone's already calling. Guys, the phone lines are not open. I don't know if you're just doing this to ding me a penny. Haven't my people been through enough? Just kidding. But um, anyways, before we get started, before I bring Clint on, uh, please do me a favor. Like and subscribe. Do all the things. Help a brother out. A brother in humanity is what I mean. Uh, But yeah, anyways, help me out. Um you know if you're listening to this on spotify leave a review or on apple whatever just just do one of those things and if you actually really want to do me a favor even a, a double favor that's a silver tier favor this is a gold tier favor i was just watching that um that telemarketers documentary pretty wild shit but uh anyways if you want to do me a gold tier favor sign up for the gold power pack become a patron sign up uh, for $5 a month, you get ad-free audio. So if you listen to this podcast, if you're just a listener because you don't catch it live, you listen to it after the fact, and you li- you get those pesky ads. Who likes them? Well, for $5 a month, you can get no ads. You can help me eventually get a fucking producer, which would be great, because if you watch this show, who God knows I need a producer, but uh, it is not in the budget at the moment because... Um, this, you know, I, I don't really make any money off of doing this at all. So, uh, and it would be appreciated and you get, also you get tons of stuff if you be a patron, but more importantly, uh, you support, um, support me in the show, or if you don't have any money, that's also fine. Go tell a friend. Cause I know there's a lot of you Spurgy autistic people who watch the show who like talk radio just like me. I'm not the only person. I can't be the only person. I hope I'm not the only person. So, anyways, if you enjoy the show, you don't have any money, that's fine. Go tell one of your goddamn friends. Um, it w- it would very much help me out and it would be much appreciated. Next week on Low Value Mail, and it helps me get all these guests and stuff. <clears throat> helps me just it helps me with a lot of stuff. But anyways, next week Low Value Mail, we have none other than James Corbett from the Corbett Report joining us. He's only going to be on for an hour. I don't know what I'm going to do with the second hour. Uh, We'll figure that out. But he's... uh, I've I've told a few people about this, and they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. He lives in Japan, fellow Canadian. Um, But he'll be coming on, so that'll be uh, exciting. But we only have him for an hour. Also, tomorrow night, new episode of The Bathhouse, live from the Stan Comedy Club at 10.30, the most uh, depraved call-in show. This might be the most depraved call I don't know. Anyways, um, it's fun, though. If you ever... If you've never caught an episode of The Bathhouse, it's like this, except we don't talk about anything, and uh, it's just comedians um, shooting the shit, and uh, it, it, it's a fun time. And then also, rejoice, because I've been away. This is the first episode in like three weeks. I was at Skankfest, Fest, got COVID like three times minimum. Uh, we got an after show. We're going to do an after show tonight. You can... It's open to the public. The after show is for everybody. But you can only post links if you are a patron. So please consider doing that. And that's how you see all these people who have these wrenches. If you want a wrench, uh, you can become a patron or whatever. Um, all right. Oh, and one last thing. If you live anywhere near Saratoga Springs... Saratoga Springs, New York City. New York City. Saratoga Springs, New York. I'll be headlining the Comedy Works in Saratoga Springs uh, next, not this weekend, but the weekend after that, 20th, 21st, something like that. Those three shows, Friday, Saturday. If you live near there. I was just there like four months ago, but I'm coming back. If you came to see me then, uh, don't come now. But if you didn't, if you missed me, hell yeah, come on back. I mean, you can come back. I got lots of new jokes, but I got... Some jokes that are the same. So if you don't care about that stuff, if you do stuff like going to, uh, you know, whatever, much Skankfest, because some people at Skankfest didn't realize. People, I don't know, if, I don't know, not to get too inside because we want to start the show. But at Skankfest, there were so many comedy shows, and the people were like, a lot of the comedians were complaining where they're like, there needs to be a sign up being like, you're going to see the same jokes. You can't just expect us to just be cranking out jokes at that clip. But anyways, I am done talking shit without uh further ado let's uh bring on the man of the hour see if i had a producer i wouldn't be uh currently fumbling around in um this thing oh oh clint how you doing almost there and there i am all right welcome to the show clint russell how you doing man you hear me
2: Yeah, I can hear you, Danny. What's going on? Excellent.
1: You sound buttery, man. I don't know what that I don't know what that that setup you got there, but
2: I am just I'm just born with these pipes, homie. Dude, you got uh
1: that you got uh that's a buttery voice you got right there. How you doing, man?
2: (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. I uh I forgot to mention uh for my bio, I also recently started co hosting a show with Luke Rodkowski. Oh nice. uh, Oh I
1: love Luke. Luke's the man. I uh Yeah
2: he's he's of of james corbett kind of fame uh level in my opinion so it's, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. Cool. We've
1: yeah yeah no i'm gonna have, luke is on my uh my list he, he's gonna be coming on the show for sure um I was beautiful just, i was just in miami hanging out with him not like just in miami but i was in miami you yeah you live there now right yeah yeah so i'm you, in so you're, you're north, north the, miami did you live there did you how recently did you move there
2: 21 oh, okay. uh, i'm born in Born and raised in San Diego, I'm uh I call myself a California a Gavin Newsom refugee, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of you out there. You, there you're, are. You're not. Um, you're not uh, rare in that regard. So you no. just basically what COVID just essentially yeah. COVID happened, and then you were like, "Fuck this."
2: Yeah. So so just a brief recap for yeah. Give a, give a
1: little for people who don't know who you are. Uh, I'm right, sure right. I'm sure uh Ryan Dawson will be calling in shortly to fight you, but um <laughs> until until that happens.
2: Well, you'll get a kick out of this too. I'm the only <laughs> one that hasn't I'm the only one that hasn't talked shit to Ryan Dawson. Like I, I'm I'm good with the guy. Um but my my gang is extremely vitriolic and uh you know he's he's a pretty Hard-ass character himself, so oh, they're yeah. fighting, and I'm just being sucked into it. I have no, I have no dog in this fight, but um, I, I appreciate that our audience is uh, trying to create fist fights amongst...
1: Yeah, well, I don't know if you... Because I had him on the show, like, probably... A I month. saw it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was going to say. And then he showed up, like, literally two hours late the show i was like i honestly was like what the fuck he didn't even say anything to me he's well, like sounds
2: like dawson really
1: yeah yeah like he's nothing like no messages nothing he's just like i just get it he goes he just shows up in the middle of the show on zoom and i go all right um <laughs> and then all your boys were calling in to fight him what exactly happened we, we might as well clear that up what happened between you guys uh, you if, from what i understand because he's obviously banned from like everything you right. guys just, what, gave him a little platform or something? You might want to maybe step a little forward. You're like super, I don't know if the, or maybe, yeah, the light's super bright. You look like I a, killed a, it? A, yeah, you look like a Martian a bit. Yeah, that's right there. Yeah, there. Right. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, basically, what, you guys just let him come on your show and then he turned on you? Or how does that work?
2: Well, so yeah, he was he was banned from everywhere. Um, he, I mean, he goes very hard against the the state of Israel. Um, and I had him on Liberty Lockdown, like, I don't even know, two years ago. Uh, he's he's absolutely brilliant when it comes to analyzing, you know, 9/11 and a bunch of uh, you know Epstein and all these other topics that are like not not at, you know they're third rails even on the internet like you're really not supposed to talk about them and during the the height of the censorship era he was one of the first people to get really deplatformed from everywhere so i had him on my show like a year ago uh, or maybe 2 years ago now and uh we had a great conversation. I, I've I've got nothing but appreciation for the guy. And then, uh, you know, Tower Gang doing what they do. They start to you know just kind of needle him here and there. He he's also like a very mockable character because he's he's incredibly uh you know, I guess you could say over, you know full of himself. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, yeah. He really, I mean, he it's really. The first uh, that was he was episode. I want to say seventy eight. It was the first episode where there was fights challenged on air. So. <laughs> yes.
2: That's kind of what happens wherever Ryan goes, it seems like. Um so I think I think he kind of creates the hatred for himself, but uh you know, my guys uh, don't back down from anything, so Tower Gang goes hard in the paint, and I'm not at all surprised that they're now clashing and I'm getting dragged into it because I'm always <laughs> like the peacemaker type and
1: right. So um, you'll referee but, the fight.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh I mean if 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 Dawson wants to fight me, we can do it. I'm oh, I'm sorry, the biggest... everybody.
1: Actually, sorry to cut you off. The phone lines are not open. I accidentally had the thing flipped on. Uh, but we'll open them shortly so we, we we can we can discuss this but uh yeah anyways go ahead
2: yeah my 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 guys in the tower gang are all like little little baby men i'm like the only large guy of the bunch so like i feel like i'd have to probably end up fighting to defend all these guys so <laughs> uh, i'm prepared to if i have to um uh, but yeah just to give a brief uh, backdrop to who i am uh second generation libertarian my dad ran for congress in the 90s under a libertarian banner uh he discovered Rothbard and and Mises and all these uh brilliant Philosophers in the 1970s. I was born in the 80s. Um, and then uh, I grew up, you know, kind of in the post 911 era, uh, became very, very red pilled as to kind of how our, our state works against us, um, unfortunately. And then when the COVID era happened, I, I well, I, I became a, a, I started a mortgage company in like 2000, I think it was 12, um, was very successful, brokered a couple hundred million dollars in private, private money loans. And, uh, and then 2020 happened. The lockdowns happened. As a fiduciary for my investors, I can no longer deploy their capital in a in a you know prudent fashion or a safe fashion. So I, I shut down my company. I started my podcast Liberty Lockdown, and I railed against the government. And then uh, I became good friends with Dave Smith and you know Tom Woods and all of my heroes. And it's cool. uh, it's been a crazy journey.
1: Yeah, and so w- you we uh, got connected actually because I had the Russian libertarian on. That's how yeah, we that's initially right. right. I had Mikhail Svatov on. And I think you had, I don't know if you how much you remember, but because you are basically like Russian libertarianism and American libertarianism are, you were like, there's, there's, he's like, they're pretty similar, but I remember you were, you said that they're like, I don't know if you remember or yeah. much, because this is a while ago, but uh, I just, yeah, you were I, like,
2: yeah, I, 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 I loved the interview, but I cannot remember what he said that I strongly disagreed with, but there was some things that I yeah, really, really, but he said, cause
1: with. I remember him saying like it was similar to that, uh, Like there was, they had a similar fracture because I guess the Libertarian Party in America had like a he's like we had the exact same thing where we had this kind of like similar uh, fracturing or whatever. And so, anyways, though that's uh, that's not important. That's uh, just kind of how we connected. So you um you're you're a member of the Mises Caucus, I guess. And and we've had uh, I think you're I want I want to say you're maybe the second third Libertarian we've had on. Now, you had
2: you had on Kaufman too, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So the you, Jeremy, who and he just got kicked out, right?
2: Uh, he, he, he just got he kicked got out kicked of the, out of the, of the free state, free state projects. project.
1: So you're as a libertarian, you're They're not very like, free state. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not like moving. and You're like, nah, Miami's where it's at. I'm not going to uh, fucking cold uh, ass New Hampshire.
2: I mean, I, yeah, I don't I do not love the weather of New Hampshire. obviously, I love the people there. And uh, up until they purged Jeremy Kaufman, I was a big fan of the Free State Project. At this point, I'm very I consider them to be a dubious organization because I think that he is one of the most brilliant people I know. He's uh, you know incredibly gifted and hardworking. Um, he's also a very provocative messenger, but I think he comes from a, a really beautiful place. I think he's, he's a phenomenal libertarian and a human being. Yeah, um, so it it's very disappointing to me to see what what has transpired over there and I hope it can be resolved.
1: Yeah yeah I, I really like them. So I mean you guys are safe to say that the libertarians are one of their main tenets is anti-war. That's uh, yes. right safe to say which Well is, not,
2: non-interventionism is is n- n- the preferable way to put non-interventionism. it.
1: Non-interventionism. Obviously yes like if you are forced like if someone attacks you. Exactly. Like like if someone were to invade America. Like, obviously, yep. you guys are going to be like... We're going. Yeah, we're going we're, the yeah. yeah, you guys will go as hard as <laughs> anybody. You're just yep. saying, like, in terms of other countries, you're like, we don't want to meddle in the affairs of other countries, which uh, is obviously a good tie-in right now because you obviously know a lot about the Russia-Ukraine conflict, and then mm-hmm. this past weekend, um, obviously, war broke out in uh, Israel uh, with with Hamas and Palestine and all this stuff. So I guess, because there's a lot of people... A lot of obviously like conservatives who are and you know uh you know Democrats or whatever who who are really itching for war right now. Uh I'd say the Democrats probably more so, but uh, you know still well, still, still it's, it's, hard, a, it's a race it's now. It's it's a race, right? But so how uh I, I guess my question is like, do you see us getting to the point? Because obviously like now this is like a two-front war. I see some people saying like if, if we get in with uh, China and Taiwan, like if that escalates, you know, we could be looking at a legitimately like a World War three. And that's been like kind of thrown about for, I guess, the last year and a half. Right. Like with this whole World War three rhetoric where they're like, yeah, it might be ever since up. Russia's invasion ever yeah. since Russia. But like, you know, there's there's a lot of credible, not credible, but, you know, you could see how if Russia could somehow have, you um, like had a hand in this in this is israeli thing because it seems beneficial to them yeah i agree yeah so i'm just wondering well i guess what what are your thoughts on on
2: uh man i have a, a lot um, yeah yeah so, let's hear yeah so ever since uh you know hamas committed some truly atrocious acts against the israelis in uh you know southern israel uh on friday night my time i don't know what yeah, day it was over in Israel, but yeah. Um, it was I think Saturday,
1: know. Saturday morning, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like uh,
2: I, w- I was I was actually at Timcast IRL live in Miami and uh I was like one of the special you, guests and Were you on a boat with up. Alex Stein? Uh, I I didn't go on the boat. I did that in January. They had a uh, capped limit, so I was like fourteenth man on a thirteen men wow. boat. But uh, uh, you know, it happens. Uh, but we did have Alex Stein on our show. Uh, by the way, the show that I do with Luke is uh, We Are Change. We we've had on a bunch of bunch of awesome guests, uh, Carl Benjamin, things like that. But so, anyways, I, I wake up Saturday morning and I see you know this just these these videos that are too like just totally surreal you see uh you know a rave that's happening and you have <laughs> like militants that are are paragliding in the paragliding, in,
1: paragliding uh, thing did you see the commercial the paraglider like they're it's like you know like the navy or like the US army commercials that will run during like a football game <laughs> yeah. and like there's like legitimately like someone dug one up of like a Hamas like wait it's
2: real it's a real that's
1: real i's I I could be wrong, like, but the way the footage was shot, you're like, this wasn't like this was shot with like you know high quality cameras. Like I think Dude, that, that was a that real. It sounds, like, <laughs> like, that sounds like a boys' cast parody. Honestly, it, it does, right? Like I saw that, and I, I actually saw that. And I was like, I can't remember. I was like traveling somewhere, so I um, I just like wasn't able to deal with it. but I was like, shit, I should like make like an overdub, some like fake overdub of the because it seemed too unbelievable. Because they're firing up these like. I don't even know what you would call them. It's 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 almost like what they had in like the Everglades, like those giant fan boats.
2: Yeah, I think they're called power gliders. Or power gl-
1: yeah, power gliders. And then but they have and they're like there's two of them like looks like some Wright brothers shit. Like It's
3: like, legi-
2: it's, like it's like they're they're discovering flight in the year twenty twenty three of <laughs> like our That's Lord. what
1: it seems like, or whatever, but then you're like, no, this is like a coordinated
2: thing. It was. It was. All yeah. right. So so basically, um, for the past, I guess, 90 hours now, I've been doing nothing but studying this topic because as as you know, we, for your audience's sake, we had originally scheduled for me to come on and talk about Russia, Ukraine, because that has yeah. been something, uh, you know, I've debated Vosh and Destiny and a bunch of like high profile people, Krasenstein brothers um, on on this issue, but this is more You debated pertinent. them
1: in person? The uh, I debated Destiny
2: in person. No, uh, yeah, Vosch. Destiny,
1: I saw that, but uh, Krasenstein's or No
2: uh no that was a yeah. twitter space do you have
1: to do them both at once uh
2: that- well well that was actually on the russia collusion and uh and joe biden's corruption narrative i did that with dave smith against the krassenstein so it was oh. two on two. Oh, was that
1: the one that like didn't get recorded was that the thing where like afterwards and people were like sorry we didn't record that uh i remember dave no. dave did some space and then like i remember seeing david oh yeah like I guess we were supposed to record that, and I don't know. We didn't press the button that records That
2: that was, that was the one where he uh, announced that he wasn't running for president. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but no, the, the Krasenstein one, if people want to check it out, uh, Dave Smith and I took on the Krasensteins uh, with Josie, the redheaded Libertarian, on her Twitter spaces. It's on Liberty Lockdown on the RSS feed because it's audio only. Yeah. Um, so if anybody wants to check it out, it's it's a fun one. Uh, those guys are completely full of shit. It's hysterical. Um <laughs> uh, by the way, I saw you got demonetized today, so is it okay if I'm somewhat profane or no?
1: Yeah, yeah, you can do whatever you want. So the, the, I've had a <laughs> weird like weekend. I basically got kicked off of Instagram uh, two days ago for, uh, I made a joke about, uh, which I thought was a clever joke, personally. Everybody was calling, they were like, to this is Israel's 9-11, and essentially my joke was like, that's what I call the first one. And that was then, a fucking great joke. Yeah, I thought that was a good joke. I'm like, it's just a joke. And then I posted it on Instagram. And then I like logged into Instagram the next morning. And I'm just like, they're like, your account's suspended. It's like 12 year old account, Instagram account. Mm, like, I couldn't believe it. And then I appealed it, lost, and then I got it back. But but then, anyways, I have, because I've on this page, this is like the podcast YouTube. So this is monetized. You can still say whatever, though. I don't really care. But okay. uh, like, you know, obviously w- within reason. But my <laughs> right. main like comedy YouTube, account which where this show used to be on until i got uh, a strike for like literally nothing three months ago but what actually happened is i got a defamation notice from the world economic forum for a video i did or for an you're episode. kidding me no i actually got a definite defamation notice on via youtube from the world economic forum saying that the episode you know like a johnny vedmore you know who he is? He's like Whitney Webbs' former. Uh, they, I know they, Whitney. They, I don't know. Johnny. Anyways, it was like her ex, her ex, like baby daddy or whatever. But he's like he knows lots of shit. I know they're like have some whatever issues now. But he came on. We were talking all about Klaus Schwab, and then I get this defamation notice. And but they're like the only thing is that it's just not available in five countries. That was the only like penalty was to go like five European countries. You can't view this episode. And then five days later, I posted some short on my YouTube page, and I get a strike. And then I appeal it, like, and it was for like terrorism or some shit. I lose. Anyways, demonetized. Then I my strike went away after three months. Remonetized, and then I just like went to look at it today, and it was just gone again.
2: Damn, dude. So I don't well,
1: know. So so, it's, so
2: you're 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 in good graces for now. All right. Yeah, well, I then am. I'll keep it somewhat safe. Um, yeah. So I, I basically I, I've spent the past. You know, four or five days, whatever it is now. Um, just deep diving this issue because I, I, as a libertarian and as a non-interventionist, I want to be able to speak on this somewhat intelligently. So I've just been researching it constantly, trying to figure out what's happened. Obviously, I
1: had some. And you're vega. also from the country that is the most interventionist. I would say is that safe to say that there's yes. no country that intervenes more than? Oh, it's not even say, close. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, granted, they do, does America technically have the largest military?
2: Yeah, by many magnitudes. But not, I, well, not, but in, ter- not, not in terms of troops. Not, not in, in troops, terms of troops, right? But in yeah. terms
1: of, like, firepower? Like, how do they... Yeah, how do they budget. Budget. Like yeah, in bu- terms budget, of budget, it's just, like, far and away. the I
2: think it's, like, we have the same budget for our military as the five biggest other nations combined, wow. I believe. Well, yeah, so it ain't close. Yeah, uh, exactly. we spend it's not close. Amount. But
1: not the same amount of troops with budget. So, anyways, yeah, so... I guess th- that is kind of the the uh in why they're constantly intervening but anyways go ahead sorry sorry i cut you off
2: yeah no i, I was so I, i've just been studying this nonstop and trying to figure it out and basically what i've concluded is that it's incredibly fucking complicated man like it's so so complicated what's transpired as to, like who has uh, the rightful claim to palestine and like it, it's it, it basically the the history of it <clears throat> kind of begins in nineteen forty seven and then it it spans all the way up until today. I mean uh, that's just like,
1: what, but it, like it starts in nineteen forty seven I guess almost in this context but is even still oh, yeah. like no it you know, goes for thousands of like years. Like people are like yeah it's like they've been dueling it out for thousands of years.
2: Yeah well when I when I start talking about it people are like no 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 you have it all wrong it's like the Canaanites and they start like, you know they start bringing well up the problem is tribes. is that
1: a lot of people with like you know in terms of like indigenous because you know the argument here is indigenous rights essentially right. and you go well like what's the point? Like where's the starting point, I guess, because in America, they don't say, like, oh, it was when you know the United States became a country, or like, it's just it's they were there first. I don't know, right? I guess, well, so I anyways, think, it's, it seems like somewhat uh wishy washy in that regard.
2: It is, it's very wishy washy. I, I mean, so basically, I, the reason I'm giving this preface is because I want your audience to know, you know, I'm, I'm kind of learning along with you guys as to what the reality of the situation is, but I can say definitively, it is not as simple. As people are being told it is, you know, they're not it is not as simple as Israel, good, Palestine, bad or Palestinians, bad. Um, Hamas, I think, is clearly a, you know, a, a terrorist kind of militia. Uh, I think there's a terrible misconception as to what Hamas is. You know, people yeah. think of it like as if it's like the Palestinian army, like no, they're it's not the government.
1: It's their literate- no no. It's-
2: no, no. Hamas is, oh, I mean, they, they, you're right in terms of their, their parliament, in their terms of their, the, the seats, they have, they have the majority of the seats, but they don't really have a government because they don't have autonomy. They don't have, they don't have the right to have a military. So this is an, a, basically an, an illegal militia that yeah. exists within Palestine under the purview or under like the overarching umbrella government of Israel. So the my my well, conclusion. Well,
1: I don't think. Well, I, I could be wrong on this, but like I thought in the whole 2005 thing, like when Israel left, right? They go like here, like you obviously they they have all sorts of issues in terms of like the blockades and whatever, all that stuff. But like they right. were like you govern yourself, and then they had an election, right? In 2005, they did, uh, but, the, and they, but they still
2: they still they still keep the. I mean, if <laughs> if you say you can have an election, but you can't have an open economy, an open border, open, uh, you know, transfer of people, wherever you want to go, they have two exits, uh, you know, in and out one that goes into Egypt and one that goes into Israel. Yeah. It's like, it's like, are, can you really say that they have any sort like to, to me? I mean, they're blo- looks, yeah. They're blocked on. Like
1: a, yeah. That's the thing. They're blocked on both sides. Like it's not, yeah, even... to,
2: to me, it looks like an apartheid, you know, yeah. like that's, that's the vibe it gives me. And, and I know people, you know, will get upset for me for saying that, but, that's I mean, what it looks that,
1: like and that is like, like you know i'm uh probably uh I, I definitely like think that it's you know unfortunate definitely what's what's going on there like it's it's such a tough position but yeah yeah i is. don't know it's and, I, i've and, said well, this forever like it's one of those things i don't ever see this getting resolved <laughs> well i well, tend to agree because with you. i because of, like one of the main things too is like they don't like in their whatever hamas's charter is one of their main things is they're just like they're, 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 not willing to necessarily, as far as I understand, negotiate, they're just like, they're just cannot be Israel. And you're like, okay, well, that's just not going to happen.
2: Well, that that's their perspective. And, and it's, um, you know, it's a supremacist one, but, but really the, the current leadership of Israel has kind of that same mentality towards, towards the Palestinians themselves. So yeah. it's like, you have these two intractable forces that both kind of have this supremacy and total annihilation of your enemy type of worldview. Now I'm not saying all of the Israelis feel this way. There's many people in Israel that don't feel this way. There's also Palestinians that live within Israel um, and coexist fine. So it's, uh, it's more the government that I, that I have a critique for than it is, you know, Israel. I
1: mean, for sure. It's like, you know, there's so many people who, uh, they're government you know have shitty governments they're like it has i don't you know yeah I, i'm one of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i yeah, live in exactly, america exactly um, exactly but 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 there's this tendency
2: if you critique israel people take it as if you're critiquing judaism and like that's not what I, that's not what i'm doing so i just yeah, want to yeah, make yeah. that clear for
1: sure for sure I, yeah, yeah, that, um, that's understandable um but the, the, uh, uh, oh, sorry, so here's
2: one yeah just real quick the, the one the interesting thing though that i that i have you know kind of figured out about this is that it was um it was the, I think it was the Fatah party, um, which was like the the spinoff of the old PLO, which is the Palestinian Liber- uh, Liberation Organization, uh, under Arafat. They they looked as if they would probably, uh, you know, take that election that you were just talking about in 06. Um, But what's fascinating about it is that it was actually Mossad that is now proven to have have been funding uh, Hamas to assist them not just in their creation but in 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 taking parliament and then on the flip side of that it was like the us and israel at the last second they tried to flip it and tried to go the other direction and then they basically just concluded well you know what we don't have to go along with the two-state solution if if in the international worldview, they're led by hamas which is this terrorist organization why would they ever get sort of you know international uh, recognition they would never. Yeah. They would never look to be legitimate. So we can continue to kind of treat them as this apartheid surrogate state of ours, and and the international world will never really balk at it because well they're terrorists. They don't. Yeah. Ha, they shouldn't. They shouldn't have their own nation. It'd be like it'd be like giving it to ISIS. But the yeah. reality is that there's two million people that are not Hamas <laughs> that live in in uh, you know the or in uh, in Gaza that live in a, a 140 square mile area, and you know that's kind of comparable to like. Manhattan or yeah, something like that. Yeah, probably
1: Manhattan, which is. But yeah, but yeah. they
2: don't have the technology to build, you know, oh, skyscrapers. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, so I mean, there's too many much, people in Manhattan. Manhattan and well, exactly. The, yeah. But I'm just saying it's 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 even more dense because you don't have the vertical build that you that you do in in New York. So, um, and and they uh and then they're also blockaded, so their economy is is terrible. There's over 50 unemployment rate for the adults. Uh, uh, yeah, no, for the adults, I believe, um, and their economy is just <laughs> horrifically bad. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to take all the personal responsibility away. Like they, they ought to be doing better for themselves if they can too. Uh, but it, it definitely, given that you have a blockade put on them, uh, a lot of people have been saying, well, well, Clint, you don't believe in, in foreign aid. So how can you demand, or how can you call it a war crime for Israel to, to withhold, uh, you know, food and water and electricity and, uh, you know, rations from the, from the Palestinians in Gaza after this attack. And the reason is because it's essentially a penal colony. Like they, they don't have a functioning economy because of the treatment that they've been receiving with this blockade over the fifteen years. So it's like, how can you how can you just rip it away because these bastards in Hamas committed this terrible act, but you have two million people that yes, some of them support Hamas, but a huge percentage of well, them don't.
1: I, I believe it is right now it's pretty 50-50. It It
2: is like But you gotta you gotta keep in mind, man, it's a it's a million
1: a million of the two million are children. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why so, I always so said. So like, how can
2: we say that they, the majority yeah, yeah. of them support Hamas? They're kids.
1: Well, that that's the crazy thing is you're like, if you have to assume that a lot of these people who are free, because I heard someone say, which I thought was a good point, where you're like, if Americans live, like if Americans were in a similar position as the Palestinians, you're like, they'd probably be doing something similar, right? Yeah. Like, you know. Unfortunately yes. I, like unfortunately like my, my opinion is that they just have a terrible government who does not really have their best interests at heart and well, and the, the, are not and are not really like good faith negotiators in the in the that, polling
2: in '06 it looked as if Hamas was going to lose but the, they wanted the Palestinian people were so abused by their own government at the time they went for these kind of like like zealots because they, they yeah. wanted to purge they wanted to purge the corruption. They didn't necessarily want to be yeah, ran that, by that terrorists they just wanted to purge the corruption and no it did not work what a shocker and then on top of this you add in the the other layer that that really Hamas and and you know the government of of the Palestinians currently is a proxy for Iran um so but then you know Israel is kind of our proxy we're kind of their proxy uh we we can com- we commit heinous acts to all of their neighbors all of these other Muslim nations Israel is tremendously outnumbered because they have all these other nations the Arab nations that are like they don't view them very kindly some of them have you know really genocidal perspectives towards the israelis
4: yeah
2: um so it's like i i, I sympathize with all sides in this and that that makes me everybody's enemy you know yeah. that makes me like everybody hates me when I talk about this but i'm just telling you guys the truth you know yeah
1: i mean i mean I am fairly sympa like you know i i i am fairly sympathetic to the Palestinian cause just just in or not just in the sense that you're like you have said this this government that's kind of you know not operating on the best interest because you know I'm sure they've had oh, well. multiple options to have some sort of deal they just kind of don't want to take it or at least the deal that's given to them
2: well we'll see that's another misconception is like they supposedly uh you know if you talk to the israelis they will say or the israeli leader, leadership they will say that they offered you know this two state solution in the year 2000 to arafat and he he denied it but then there's a uh, autobiography i forget who it was but it was like a state department representative in america who says the israelis never gave them an offer <laughs> it didn't happen yeah. so i don't know what to believe you know yeah it, it, yeah
4: yeah from, yeah. from,
1: from, I, from I, I mean i, I th- yeah it's hard to say i think they probably have there's something Available to them, but the problem is they're they're contesting like the also the city of Jerusalem, which is like such a contested area because they essentially just all would like it well, for their right? What well, they all like it for their own. So I want to I want to actually talk about. We're gonna open the phone lines for very shortly, but um, so I want to talk about like the the Russia tie in here because I I think you kind of are like w- well versed on, on that um big time as well. So do, do you see like any potential here that this is uh like any sort of coordinated? coordinated like effort by Russia like any sort of involvement
2: well there's there's no proof at this point but it it you know I'm, I'm always in the qui bono game like who benefits and it certainly benefits Russia to have the west broadly but more specifically America having to split its potential forces if there is to be a NATO war against Russia like obviously they would like them to have multiple fronts they would obviously like to have the Iranians uh, involved and have their back. They would like to get China on their side. Uh, at this point, it looks as if that's all happening, which is what gives me tremendous pause, is that America is in such you know moral and cultural and economic decline um, that I don't think we could probably win a hot war on the ground against Russia one-on-one. I mean, if it was defensive, we could certainly win it. But in terms of an offensive, yeah. especially given that they have over 6,000 nuclear warheads that are extraordinarily advanced... I don't think we can win that war so i don't I mean, want to fight that war. yeah
1: i feel like you almost have to x out nukes at that point because i'm like isn't that just at that point if we're using nukes, isn't that just kind of game over for everybody
2: well it is but that's the problem is that if putin believes that his back is against the wall and he's going to die anyways well then then truly cataclysmic things can transpire uh, potentially and on top of that it it's like once you have the order that's put in place that if you see a nuke fired that we fire all of ours because that's kind of that's always been the the mutually assured distur- uh, you know destruction deterrent uh, protocol well who's to say that there isn't a, an accidental you know a misread of the radar like that that's we almost had that happen in the 1980s right. we almost all died like yeah, it was yeah. very very close so i'm i'm very nervous about the fact that we continue to um, you know just give basically a blank check as well as uh, training and arming to the to the ukrainians and so the the reason that i think that there's a lot of similarity similarities in these two fronts is that there's a lot of genuine grievance on both sides and and this is again why i get in trouble and everybody hates me on this topic too but I'm, again i'm just telling you the truth um in, in ukraine you know there's i'm sure you're familiar but there was a civil war in the donbass region for eight years and yeah. and th- that was a predominantly russian speaking area so there was like there was a, a an imperative an imperative or a, a moral justification for russia to intervene on behalf of kind of their their people um at least that's their that's their pitch on it yeah i mean There's the people
1: a- there were like we're russian yeah essentially yeah i mean my well, family and- like my family's is technically from ukraine but they're like we're russian they're like they're exactly they're literally that like
2: yeah. Oh, so you're telling me that's not Russian propaganda when they say that, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. I and, mean, I didn't even know until my gra- I was asking my grandmother about Crimea. Like when they remember when they first annexed Crimea. Yeah. And then my grandmother's like, yeah, they're all Russian though. Like all those people right. who they're like annexing, who you're being told like they don't want to be annexed. They're like, they do want to be annexed. They, they do. Like, they, they, they gave they them a referendum
2: like, and it was like it was like ninety percent. Now yeah, and, but why would you was...
1: you wouldn't want to give up the land? Like if you're Ukraine, you're like, I don't want to give up any land. Like, well, of course.
2: Right. Of course, and th- and that's the dispute is like the basically the people there they don't have autonomy over their own leadership they don't get to decide like there was actually a referendum that had UN monitors they confirmed that it was legitimate I believe that it was legitimate whether or not it was manipulated to some extent I'm sure it was but I mean it was far and wide they wanted to be added into Russia they yeah. wanted it so um and, and just to prove the case that it's also legitimate on the ground it was it was bloodless it's called a coup de main uh you know. In 2014, when they when they took Crimea, there was like, I mean, there's some reports that say there was four people that died. Some people say there was no one that died. Um, so it, it's it's quite clear to me that Ukraine didn't have um, kind of a uh, like yeah. moral moral support from the people there to prevent Russia from taking it. So they did. Right. And uh, and, okay. and now, oh sorry, oh, I was,
1: oh actually, I was—we we a call. Do you want to take a call, or do you want to? Of course. yeah Okay. Uh, one moment, please, while I take the first call of the night. Phones are open, everybody. By the way, hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, uh, this is uh, Debo. Hey, one moment, please, while I patch you through. And you, I believe, you are on. Can you hear him? Can you hear. Him?
2: No, I can't.
5: I can hear you. Yeah, I they, can hear you.
1: Can oh, you yeah,
2: hear,
1: yeah. hear you. All right, you are on. Oh, sorry, one moment, please. I I screwed so up.
5: Yeah, go ahead. so I, I got a question. What do you think of the Samson option? <laughs> yeah, go, go you know ahead. about the Samson option? Have you heard it? That, that, that's heard where of the what Samson they
1: just, isn't that where they like blow Israel blows up the whole like world
5: essentially everything everything the whole thing it doesn't matter no there's nothing there's nothing you you allow yourselves to just you're caught blanche. you're killing everybody and it, that, that's not right That's not right i don't care where you're at i agree it's not right i'm an american i'm oh. an american i believe in america i believe in israel but like there there's there's limits to everybody's power and and israel is no exception here so right, i i I worry that what they've done is set a precedent. Yeah, I worry. I worry that they're setting precedent for for global conflict. Yeah, I don't
1: like. I've heard the Samson option thing. Do we know that that's for sure? Sorry, everybody. I'm just resizing this whole thing. If everybody's watching, they're probably like, "What the fuck is going on?" Um, Is there? I do 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 not. Do we we know for a fact that that's actually true? The Samson option thing. I've heard it. I've heard it brought up. I've never, like, I've
5: never seen other than what's that. you can look it up on the Wikipedia. You can look it up everywhere. Come on. The, well, Come on. The, the Samson
1: option, you can look up on Wikipedia. I can't tell if this person is doing a bit, like a voice on me
2: right here. <laughs> he sounds what like the a, hell are you talking about? He sounds like a New York Jew, and I respect it.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking just can you fucking get over yourself for like five minutes and like just look it up, man. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, the I, I'm, not option, saying, I'm not saying I never heard of it. I'm saying... This, uh,
1: the
2: the Samson option is the name that some military analysts and authors have given to Israel's deterrent strategy of massive retaliation with nuclear weapons as a last resort against yes, a country yes, whose military has invaded and or destroyed much of Israel. In
5: okay. my in my friend groups, I have talked about it ad nauseum. We talked about it. Like it's not, it's not an abstract concept. And that scares the shit out of me. I don't want that. I don't need that.
4: Yeah. Nobody <laughs> wants
5: difference. that. I don't. I, but I don't. I, obviously, I don't live it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that is you pretty. Uh,
1: that's essentially uh, a pretty wild ass. Uh, pri- yeah, it says uh, according to who was the mastermind behind it was unlikely Israel could have even targeted Europe. This was in what two thousand. It's the
5: end of. It's the end of things. You know, like that's that's the, that's the Christian idea of the end of fucking things and yeah. who who would be pushing the button Jews, and you yeah. know what they would say about that you know what i'm saying like i i have friends on either on either side of the religious spectrum uh, mostly jews obviously but i have a couple of christian friends and they've all said the same thing they've all said the same thing well what if it comes down to it would you push the button would he would they and they—they're all worried about America. They were worried about Trump pushing the button, and now, like now, we're in this position where it's like, oh, it's a problem. It's just a problem. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I, weird I mean, I—I've heard it. You know, I don't... If I defend, if I defend, uh, if I defend Israel, I'm—I'm uh, I'm a sadist. I'm a monster. If I defend Hamas, I'm a sadist. I'm a monster. I don't—I don't defend Hamas. It's a fucking evil organization. Palestinians I understand what the problem is I don't really like them like uh, just on the surface the whole premise is kind of uh, murky at best but I'll be honest like who's who's the winner there's no winner here there's no winner and it's never been that way there's never been a winner
6: let me yeah.
2: make one other one other clarification too, because you know you said that that Hamas is their government. the The election in two thousand six was the last time that they had. It was election. the last. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, that, and that, that, so when you when you realize that elections po- have
1: consequences, <laughs> yeah, all well, the really bad consequences <laughs> if you can
2: never if you can never vote them out. But my point is, so the half of the population wasn't even alive when those people were voted into power <laughs> they oh wasn't yeah even yeah. alive bro it's, oh yeah. so yeah, it's yeah. like so for people to hold the the current you know children accountable it's crazy it was like it's like probably 30 percent or less of the population that's actually uh, alive today in uh you know in gaza are responsible for that election of well, Hamas. That,
1: but i mean that's probably a big part part of the problem though is because it's not like who's supposed to
5: force uh, an election I'll, who's I'll, supposed I'll to I'll force an election under Netanyahu, Netanyahu has been in power for how long now? Think about that. Oh, he's been in power. For I, a little... I, I would say the same Almost thing. Almost
2: the same, same amount of time, I think. Yeah,
1: something
5: like that. He's, it's he's insane. Nervous. It's not. It's not fair for reasonable people to make snap judgment decisions. Well, the only thing I'll say about about Netanyahu,
1: I guess however you want to, you know, how you personally feel about it, but I I think it's fairly agreed upon that Israel is an actual democracy. And, you know, whether you disagree, he was voted in. It's not like Russia. Like he has been voted in. I I don't know how he keeps managing. Oh,
5: like the the most voted in president in the United States. He's so voted in. He's super in. He's very in.
1: (laughs) He's the most in. Yeah, he's the most in
5: um well
2: but but let me just say too you know the samson option is exactly what we function off of mutually assured destruction is the samson option you're saying right. we see a nuke from russia we fire our arsenal if 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 russia sees a nuke from us they fire their arsenal that's that's world ending or close enough to it that it might it doesn't make much of a difference um so i don't i don't agree with any of it i think that we need to work towards de, uh, you know global yeah, nuclear. That, that is a good
1: point that's essentially what the united states does but isn't everybody having nukes Essentially, nobody having nukes like isn't that
2: well, that's that's the argument if you if if you assume if you assume that mutually assured destruction is foolproof, but it's not because we're talking about human beings and the worst human beings on Earth, which are a political class that has that ultimate decision making. I don't want that at all. I don't yeah. trust Joe Biden or Donald Trump to have his hand on the, you know, on 3000 plus of the most advanced murderous devices that have ever been created. Are you out of your fucking mind? It's insane. Listen, I,
5: I don't trust my wife with a finger on the Thank button. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sam's an option anybody. really
1: seems like something a chick would think of, by the way. Uh, that seems like I just taking my ball and going home. Just we're new. Nu- we're just nuking the whole place.
2: I put so, my finger on your wife's button. You know what I mean? Color.
5: <laughs> All right, calling. Like this Get is a character. Here. All so right, I'm just all right. Shit. No, go ahead. All right, thank you, thank you. I, right. I got to say what I wanted.
4: Thanks, I, man.
1: It's, he sounded like uh, if you ever listened to the Jerky Boys,
2: yeah, dude, for real,
1: Saul Rosenberg or whatever. But yeah, it sounded like. But I was thinking, like, because you know, everybody's like, man, Biden is the worst guy to have. Because everybody's like, man, you know, you want Trump if nobody would fuck with Trump. And then part of me's like, maybe you do want this like senile dude who you're like. It's just in charge of the nukes and you're just like, good God. Like who like it's he's almost like more of a wild card somehow. Like yeah in, in no, the worst, like definitely. in a bad way, right? All right, let's take another yeah. call. Hello, thanks for calling low value mail. Who am I speaking with? Jay. Jay, one moment, please, uh, while we patch you through. All right, Jay, you're on with Clint. Go ahead.
6: Hey Clint. Hey Danny, it's good to talk to you guys. Like I just wanted to his... ask you guys a quick question about Ukraine. With Anthony Blinken coming out and telling everybody basically that we're winning, everything's fine. How far can they kick the can down the road? Eventually, that can's going to hit the wall when Ukraine is completely defeated. Um, how far can they do this, or when are they? When are they? How 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 long can they keep on lying like this? I guess. Yeah. I don't even know
1: where where do we stand currently with the Russia-Ukraine conflict? Like do we have a consensus of who's winning, who's losing?
2: Well, I, I mean it depends on on what you think uh you know Russia's goals are. Like mm-hmm. basically what's happened so far is that Russia has created this this land bridge from Russia all the way through to Crimea and it is incredibly reinforced and it they they just bomb the hell out of the Ukrainians every time they try and take an inch. So uh, which is why their counteroffensive has been a complete, you know, uh, grinder. It's, it's just it's it's wasted tens and tens of thousands, oh, yeah. of, thousands of Ukrainian lives for, for nothing. They've gotten nothing for it. It's yeah. it's tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the issue is that like, if if not for our armaments, if not for our funding, Ukraine is insolvent. Like they can't they can't yeah. continue to defend themselves. Not to mention they're also running out of fighting age, you know, males that have any capacity to fight. So they they have already put all of their women. They have required all of their women up to 60 years old, except for those that are in, infirmed, to register to basically be drafted. Um, so, that, I mean, they're, they're getting down to the bottom here, folks. And and on top yeah. of that, you have over a million people that have fled, well, millions of people that have fled. Uh, there's estimates that hundreds of thousands are already dead, as many as a half a million by some estimates. Uh, it's, it's hell. It's terrible. Yeah. And they are not winning that war. And, the, and this, is probably,
1: yeah. the, this Israel conflict probably doesn't help anything.
2: Well, I can't all. imagine does, Ukraine it,
1: was super pumped about finding this out.
2: It doesn't. It doesn't. Because <laughs> the, what happened is uh, Matt Gates came in. He kicked out Kevin McCarthy because he so desperately wanted to stop the funding to Ukraine. What exactly? Mc-
1: sorry. Can you explain that to me? I was like in a, like on a bender basically when that all happened at Skankfest. <laughs>
4: Yeah. And yeah. I kind of, like, I,
1: I was very vaguely following what happened exactly. What was, like, the... I, I'm also Canadian, too, so I have of course. Uh, multiple deniability here. But, like, what exactly was the mechanism <laughs> that got Kevin McCarthy kicked out?
2: So he... he um, They had a, a single... Single motion rule that like you could you could actually move against the speaker. Um, the, the the way they got that is when when McCarthy was running to be speaker, if you recall, they had to go through like multiple, multiple votes. It took I don't even know if it was multiple days or just like thought. they're
1: going to like two in the morning and all that. Stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. So as a concession. Uh, the the Freedom Caucus under kind of Gates' direction got this addendum put in there that if they ever move against him, that it, they can force a vote to basically reauthorize him as Speaker or to to try and oust him. And uh, little little did we know. I actually met Matt Gates on on the Friday that I was talking about in in Timcast uh, Miami, and and I asked him because I only had a couple minutes to talk to him in person. and I said, "Did you know?" I was like, "Did you know that you had the votes?" Because this seems like an incredible career-ending gambit. If you didn't know if you had the votes, and he said, "I had no idea if
1: I had really? The votes." Really? So, what so, happened to Matt Gates in that? If, if he tries to do that and fails, well, his
2: political career is certainly over. Because well, the Speaker of the House gets to decide, you know, what uh, whatever. What's the term? Um, whatever like cabinet or whatever they call it in Congress, like basically he he can strip you of all of your jobs, like all of the things the
1: subcommittees and all that subcommittees. Thank you. Thank you. That's what
2: I was trying to think of. Um, so, so it was a total gambit. It was just a, a roll of the dice and the Democrats, uh, you know, they, they voted in a lockstep against McCarthy and that's, that's what got Gates over the top. Um, so anyways, the reason I bring all this up is to say that the, the spending on Ukraine is, obviously needs to be authorized by Congress. Uh, so now that McCarthy's out, the, the whole reason they got McCarthy out is because McCarthy had promised to break up the spending bills into single standalone voting's, voting bills. Like they got to actually pick each voting bill as opposed to these stupid on, omnibus multi-trillion dollar boondoggles. Um, and because of that, now you have this this period where Congress, it, it looks as if they probably, if they put it into single spending bills, you probably can't get, further authorization for Ukraine because there's enough congressional uh, people on the GOP side that will not vote for it. So I think this actually benefits Zelensky because in this current congressional uh, paradigm under this current, you know, kind of dysfunctional leadership period, there's a real chance that the only way that they can get this voted through is if they pair it with funding for Israel simultaneously with funding for Ukraine. So this could be to Zelensky's benefit, um, unfortunately.
6: Oh, interesting. <laughs> well, it <laughs> Can I say one more thing? Yeah, sure. I'm sorry, Dan. No, I it's I I just wonder if Zelensky's like you know the side chick now because it, won't Israel be getting all the money now or something like that and he's kind of left out there. And we've given him all our ammunition. I mean, and, they're still like they, mean, they can't
1: just ignore him because you want like I don't know if they're yeah. probably thinking from like a sunk cost perspective, but also they're like there's still some strategic benefit. The problem is, is you know, America only has. I mean, they're testing whether they have infinite resources yeah. but they don't but <laughs> yeah, they're, te- they're really like they're really testing themselves we're gonna find out we're gonna find out if modern monetary
2: theory works and we're gonna just all go bankrupt if it doesn't very fun yeah. times
1: yeah yeah like I saw a uh, interview today with uh, Paul Tudor Jones if you know who he is he's like a really famous investor and he was just yep. like he's like this is basically the worst combination because it's essentially like the worst financial standpoint that the United States has ever been in and now they're like potentially going to be spreading themselves out even thinner
2: this is how empires end folks (laughs) like not to put it too bluntly but if you're 33 trillion dollars in debt and you have social discord you have people that can't decide if they're you know male or female and and whether or not they should even be able to compete in sports with one another i mean it's crazy how dysfunctional we are (laughs) um and then you
1: know the crazy thing is is your that number you just quoted was from like last week and it's at like 34 now
2: yeah, it's like uh, did it hit thirty four today?
1: It's like close, I, but I'm like yeah, it's, it's like, thirty
2: three eight, yeah. yeah, or something. I mean, or we're, whatever, we're, you're like we're, you're we're quoting... on pace to we're on pace to put on a trillion dollars a month.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like but you're it's... like you're literally quoting like a wow. number from like a week ago, right? And it's <laughs> like you're, and we've already like just tacked on and like but what was it? What was the number before COVID started? It was like seven or something.
2: No, 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 no. It was or, uh, or it was higher twenty twenty five. Oh, I, think. I thought
1: it was oh, okay. So I, I stand corrected. Then I thought it was like. <laughs> I th- I thought they've really really uh, amped it up in the last like four or five years.
2: Yeah, no, we I mean we did we basically put on seven trillion uh, in debt I, I believe is the figure, um, which is horrific. Keep in mind, it took us in American history it took 250 years before we ever accumulated one trillion dollars of debt. And now, now in, and, and now, in my wow. lifetime, we've racked that to thirty-three. So uh, it's becoming exponential at this point. And when you see exponential debt, this is my expertise because I was a mortgage uh, broker. Like, once you see exponential debt, uh, you're done. That's that's the end of the game. Yeah. That's that's insolvency. That's bankruptcy. That's or it's on the flip side, it's hyperinflation. Um, so that's my my gravest concern is that you know, obviously, if we're fortunate enough to avoid nuclear holocaust. Well, we're definitely going to destroy our our economy. The U.S. dollar reserve currency status is already in jeopardy because of our support of Ukraine with the BRICS alliance, uh, you know, rising up against the U.S. dollar. It's it's all crazy, man.
1: Yeah. And do you – but do you actually – because I hear obviously the reserve currency thing brought up a lot, and I often am just like, but what currency will be the other – you know – well,
2: that, that's what the BRICS are doing. They're creating a, a competing currency to to replace their international trade that used to be established in US dollars contractually. They're going to migrate it to gold some... base
6: too, right? Well,
2: that, that's, the, that's been the rumor. I don't know if it's ever been you know established and proven, but it is going to be some sort mm-hmm. of semi-hard asset, whereas the US dollar is pure fiat. Um, so if, if that's the case, if I'm a if I'm a global trading partner, I'm going to say, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather contractually obligate myself to either be be paid or, or particularly that's, to be that's paid. That's oil
1: backed. That's an oil backed. Well, like they were talking. They were
2: talking about backing it with either oil or gold or a basket of hard assets. Hmm. Um, there's there's been a lot of theories as to what they're going to do, but the BRICS alliance has also added in many other nations in the past twelve months because what happened is the the uh, basically the IMF World Bank institutions, they, uh, under the direction of the US State Department, seized over $200 billion of Russia's central bank's assets that were held overseas. They just robbed them of hundreds of billions of dollars. Now, you can say Russia deserved that. Maybe they did. I don't know. But the reality is, is that when you're the reserve currency uh, of the world, you can't just steal central bank funds of another nation because they're having a a conflict (laughs) on their border and then expect other people to trade in your fucking currency. Are you out of your mind? So all of these nations are looking at at that and they're saying, oh, well, we can't possibly do business anymore in the U.S. dollar because we are at the mercy of complete global hegemony from the U.S. It's super dangerous. Um, So that's why they're migrating away.
1: Uh, Hey.
6: Danny, yeah, I'm gonna let I want to let you go, but can I just say, say one thing to
1: you? Absolutely. I
6: I want to say thank you. I won
1: your thirty dollars and fifty cents last week. Oh, at fuck yeah, man! So. Congrats, dude. Yeah, for for people. <laughs> hey, I've been giving away all my Twitter ad revenue, which is dude, not much. It's
2: you're like Mother Teresa. So I, yeah. I know. I've
1: given it's away. Like, I think. Uh, I think I've given away eighty dollars so far. Holy so. shit,
6: dude! <laughs> yeah. well, step but step but it. but
1: not to seem like I'm too altruistic. You have to be a paid subscriber to get. <laughs> so uh, that's okay. Kind of comes out. Kind of comes out in the wash. But congrats, dude! I'd like. I just want you yeah, to be on no record, problem. people, that I am giving the money away too. He, we got as quick
6: as possible too. And hey, Clint, this is like really cool. The only two people I subscribe to, I hit you up on YouTube with your channel over there. And I hit Danny up over here, so it's Hell kind yeah. of a meeting of the minds right here, seeing this show. So it's
2: like, I appreciate it, man. You. Cool. About well, I, I, <laughs> and, and for your audience's sake, I I will uh, follow you back if you subscribe to me on on X or Twitter at Liberty Lockpod. But I will not give you my revenue. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you can That's kiss my fine. ass. Yeah,
1: you're not, you're not getting any of his fiat <laughs> right, X bucks.
4: Uh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> my 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 eighty dollars it's gonna buy me a So have you in,
1: been so have you been doing like with with this in mind, uh, you know, thinking that the end of an empire, like are are you making any sort of moves? moves? Yeah. Yeah, like, oh yeah. Like is there is some, anything you wanna discuss or
2: uh I mean I can speak in in vague terms because like I don't yeah, want people yeah, to, in, in to rob are, me. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Um, I'm not like
2: uh Yeah, no, I'm i I'm a hard asset guy and, and a Bitcoin guy. Um okay. I think that that those are, uh, you know, there's a real argument to be had that that you know Bitcoin is kind of an electronic gold uh, or replacement for gold as the the hard asset, the central banking asset. Uh, so I you know I diversify into that. I'm not a big believer in really any of the other cryptocurrencies. I think that they're all largely uh, Ponzi's. There's a few that I think aren't Ponzi's, but I'm not at all convinced that they can compete with the network effects that Bitcoin has as, as the uh, the first arriver. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that hard assets are are good for in- inflationary uh, kind of death spiral scenarios. But on the inverse of that, I'm I'm very concerned because of the Federal Reserve's uh, you know breakneck increase of the federal funds rate uh, from the zero bound up to north of five percent, which has driven mortgage rates from three and a half percent all the way up to eight uh, percent. That we could see a repeat of 0809 where there's a deflationary crisis, in which case the U.S. dollar will be extraordinarily valuable and strong and you would want to hold that so i am i am diversified both ways uh okay. inflationary hedge as well as cash so that i can be a player if a deflationary spiral okay, happens
1: shit goes down all right okay we got another call one moment please hello extra call calling low value mail who am i speaking with
3: this is a conspiracy extremist
1: conspiracy extremist one moment please all right you are on with clint go ahead conspiracy extremist
2: uh this is my guy yeah
1: yeah, i know him i know him. i twitter. made it i know you well from twitter
3: you guys rock clint my man what's up brother?
1: Really? i doing?
3: got it i got i got two questions for you the one's a little a little gay so no homo but uh no first be gay, question it's cool okay all right i'll be super gay first question all right you've obviously been super successful with your real estate business, you've been super successful with uh, being a, a podcaster in the Liberty Movement. Um, what do you think are some key things you can identify that maybe principles that you live by that contributed to, to your success in two completely different industries?
2: Yeah, man. Um, you know, I'm just brilliant, you know? So, like, I, I encourage, I encourage, and humble. Everyone to,
5: well, no shit.
2: I encourage everyone to be brilliant. Um, all right. Setting that aside, uh, to give you a serious answer, um, I'm just extraordinarily passionate about what I do. I think that has been what has set me apart from you know my competition, if you want to call it that. I don't really perceive it to. I, I don't perceive this to be a game of competition. Like we're talking about a global market with a global audience potentially. Uh, there's no reason to like cut people's you know throats to try and win the, the podcasting game. I think that that's been a, a terrible that's been probably one of my least favorite aspects of this is because I have been successful really rapidly. A lot of people that had been in the game longer than me, uh, they kind of came for me. And I just think that's so sad because yeah. <laughs> many of them are my heroes. So now, uh,
1: uh, sorry sorry to cut you off there. Just a quick, because uh, obviously you're, you have a podcast, like your Liberty thing uh, libertarianism. Do you see any like a bit or any sort of like growing appetite for libertarianism um, like demographically from outside of the United States? Because you must obviously have yeah. the the you know the analytics and stuff. Because it seems like libertarianism is like I have Canadian friends who are really into libertarianism, but like in Canada right. nobody fucking talks about that shit. Like it's <laughs> like it, it, you someone would bring it up and you're like what? Like it's right. honestly like nobody talks about it. But anyways, I, I'm just curious if if you kind of see that coming from uh, other countries.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I'm fortunate because I have a you know somewhat high profile Twitter account. So like I, I get followed by a lot of, uh, you know, foreign libertarian accounts. So I have like Spanish speakers and, um, you know, a bunch of languages I don't even know uh, that that follow me and um, share my stuff. So, um, but yeah, to answer your question, very, you know, straightforward. It's it's a very blossom, blossoming ideology because what we're dealing with is a global kind of debt reset uh, where all of these nations have behaved in this, you know, profligate spending fashion. And I think that, What you're seeing with Javier Malay's rise in Argentina uh, is is the best example of this, that like the people, once they actually see what libertarians have been warning about forever, as it transpires, as it comes to pass, they go, oh, these are the guys that have been warning us about this. Now we need to get them into power to try and fix it. And that's why Javier Malay looks like he'll be the first anarcho-capitalist that has been ever elected to national leadership. Um, in the world. So yeah, yeah. Is,
1: is your worry? Is, I was talking to Dave Smith about it, but like, is is your worry though that like America, in, in order for them to get a candidate who's serious like that, needs to get to a similar yes. point? Yeah, I don't because like, I don't because, think because like the interest rates in Argentina are like hundred percent or something.
2: Right, like, they're crazy. Right, yeah, and and I think that's. I mean, this is why I'm I'm of the opinion that it could be four years, like the next, like 2028. Like we could really be in a hyperinflationary, uh, you know, period where. The, the American people finally say, okay, we're going to give, you know, not Ron Paul, but one of Ron Paul's acolytes a shot uh, here. So I think it's, I think it's going to happen very soon. Yeah. Um, it might you, do, do, do you want me to answer your conspiracy? Yes, extremists? yes, yes,
1: yes, please, please. Okay.
2: Sorry. Um, so yeah, be, be very, very passionate about what you do. Um, and then uh, beyond that, I think kind of the biggest asset I've had is just delayed gratification. I've always been able uh, or been willing to, uh, kind of starve myself and work for free uh, to pursue what I'm most passionate about, just assuming that I will be successful and that I will get paid off. The rewards will come later. Such a compounding. Yeah, exactly. You,
1: you just allow the compounding to happen, essentially. Yes,
2: but yeah. uh, but I allowed I allow it both in my investment life, but also in my personal life. Like, and my like podcasting is a totally different game because you're like you're trying to grow a, a profile on a national scale so that you know bigger and bigger shows will invite you on. You can talk about whatever you're most passionate about, but you have to really like you have to be fully committed to this and and basically accept all offers. And I was willing to do that for three years, making no money, even though I was like a wealthy guy. I just kind of, I, I shut down my mortgage company and I was like, I'm going to just dedicate my life to this. And I believe that I can be successful in it. And it's just, and it'll happen eventually. So that's, I think that that's, you know, it's kind of, it's trite, but like pursuing my dreams has been like the key to my success (laughs) is that I'm just unafraid to, to go after it.
1: Yeah. And giving it some time to actually work. Exactly. I think, that, I think having patience. A, I think that's a big one. I know, like obviously, you know, as as it,
2: comedians, um, you should you should know that as well. As oh anybody. hell
1: yeah! It's a it's a long like you know podcast. Everything like it's it's just it's not a you know there and everybody always wants to look at like the one podcast that like blew up you know in right. three months. And you're like yeah, there's one of them, but <laughs> right. that's there's the one. there's, but, there's <laughs> not there's not a lot
2: there's not a lot of money in this game until you get to the like the top one percent.
1: Basically, yeah. Um. Anything else, caller?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more thing. So I I don't know if your boy Top's been it, called in because I've been at this work thing to shame you or, or harass you, but I, I got it's my duty with my fourth kid on the way. I gotta tell you, man. As much as I respect you,
2: I know. Until I have kids, you can't respect money. me fully. Yeah, I know.
3: Reproduce, man. Let's, <sighs> let's spread this. Uh, these little baby Clint.
2: I know, bro. I know. Hey, that's the that's the next phase of my life. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to like get established uh, foothold in in what i'm doing here i mean that that has been the downside of of you know pursuing what i'm most passionate about is that i have definitely put um you know my relationships to the back burner because i like i'm more driven for these other things and i'll and i'll fall i'll follow i'll go wherever i have to to pursue those goals but that comes at a, at a cost to my I personal. Have, life. i
1: have an idea for you clint because you live in miami yeah all, right? all you need is a boat and then you just start doing a podcast on the boat.
2: Oh, bro. And then that's...
1: dude, if anybody who goes to Miami knows, you get a boat and just like that, chicks just appear. It's so crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah for like... <laughs> sure. But they're not, they're not like the, yeah, most they're not the marriage repro- material. Yeah, yeah, they're not the marriage <laughs> material. But we're not talking about marrying. We're talking about reproducing. Oh, he's trying to spell
3: that. What's that? No, I'm talking about married and kids, bro. I know. I know.
2: Yeah. That, that's, why, that's why it's, uh, you know, I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen this, oh. this, this decade of my life will be, uh, the parenting decade. I promise.
3: Last, last statement that I'm gone. You are passionate and you're working hard, but just think about if your kids are able to watch you do that, the example you're set for them. And that's what I try to do for my kids. They see me working hard every day. And, right. and I think that's beneficial. So good, man. Thanks, man. You rock. Appreciate yeah. You're the best brother.
5: Later.
1: All right. All right. Uh, all right. We're going to take another call. One moment, please. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, I'm George. Hey, George. Uh, just hold on one sec while I patch you through. All right, you're on with Clint. Go ahead, George. Hey,
7: Clint. How you
1: doing? What's up, brother?
2: What's up,
0: man? What's
1: oh, that?
2: my God. You,
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Put a battery in your smoke detector. What's wrong with you, bro? <laughs>
1: was, that, was that what that was? <laughs> yeah.
2: This is a tower gang bit. Oh, okay. we, uh... I was going to say. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was going to say, yeah. um, what's up, George? Uh, um, what's, what, what, when I do, do, when do you want to fight Clint and where? That's all I want to know. No, I don't want to
8: fight Clint. I want to fight Ryan Dawson That's whenever weird. he,
1: <laughs> I mean, dude, he, I'll say Whatever this, he... Ryan Dawson. I don't I don't remember if this is on the show or if this is like when we got off, but he's just like, yeah, I'm going to pork fest. And he's like, anybody wants to fight me. Like, I'll be there.
2: Beautiful. It look, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it if he wants it. But like, I don't have any animosity towards the guy. It's yeah. Saragang. But he like is like, important.
1: I think I could be wrong. I, but I think he's was like a trained boxer and stuff. Like, I don't think I, I, think saw, he, some I no. saw some
2: footage. I saw some he, footage. He's. I'm not concerned.
1: Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm also a
8: boxer, so I don't. Okay. I don't know. So I, <clears throat> also I think Porkfest was like what? Like, but it was before that time. Like, it wasn't even. I didn't even realize I was hammered that night and I called him <laughs> to the show. It was my first time ever listening to the show. And I said, I'll fight you on Porkfest. And then I, I messaged him on Twitter and then I got I got blocked by him and then and then made like three other Twitters and kept going at him and then I looked up when Porkfest was and I think it was like weeks before that. It wasn't even
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be until like next, it wasn't next even summer. That.
8: Yeah. Yeah you gotta wait yeah, till... it's next May yeah, or but... something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've never. Yeah, uh, it was, and he yeah. lives in like Korea, yeah. so he'd
1: be taking a long haul flight coming over just to fight. Well,
8: I thought he lived in Japan, and he's like, I don't even live in Japan. I'm like, you got kicked out of Japan too, and then he
1: he moved. Yeah, yeah he moved yeah. from Japan to Korea.
2: He wouldn't. He wouldn't like to have you say that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, <laughs> so, I don't know. I, that's speculation. I don't know that he got kicked out of Japan or anything. I
2: don't. I don't think he did. I don't, I don't think so. I
8: think He just moved. Um, I think
1: he got kicked out.
2: Dude, put a battery in your smoke detector. What, what's wrong with
8: you? <laughs> yeah, My... <laughs> pay, pay your child support while you're at
2: it. All right, come, come on.
8: on, man. I don't hear anything you're talking about. Nobody you were talking about. All
1: right. <laughs> um. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you go there, uh, George, because we got. It's we got... okay. I'll hang
8: up. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any minutes left. I'll see you
1: later. All right. Later. All right. Oh. Okay. Hold on. Hello.
7: Yeah, it's just on a blimp.
1: What's up? Pimp on a blimp, Alex Stein. What's up, dog? One moment, please. Uh, all right. Alex Stein is on the show. No. Yeah. Primetime 99. Yeah, Clint. Alex
7: Pimp on a blimp. Okay. Uh, a big complaint. What's up? How... What up, C Money? How the heck do you know, Danny, like the inner drama of the Power uh, Gang and Ryan Dawson? And I didn't even know there was beach. What are you on a boat? What's what, so what windy that? where
1: you are? What's going on, man?
7: Oh, I mean, my headphones. I'm walking. Okay, but oh, okay. okay, let me try to stand inside. What uh, What's the beef with Tower Gang and Ryan Dawson? What was that all?
1: I about? had Ryan. I had Ryan Dawson the week before. You were the last episode, Alex, and then the week before you was Ryan Dawson, and then all these Tower Gang guys, like Ryan Dawson. Literally, the first call of the night, someone called in. And it's like, oh, to fight your fucking ass, and then Ryan Dawson just like spiraled and was like, just basically, because I'm like, I'm like, I don't want this to be a uh, podcast drama show there's yeah. enough of those like go on what, fucking kevin brennan's podcast if you want what, to like... what
2: was crazy about it is that what did i go on what, 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 what was crazy about it is that the caller didn't even reference tower gang dawson just no. starts blasting away at us so yeah yeah i think crazy. so and
1: then yeah exactly and then just like calls all throughout the night and people just want to like i'm just like wanting to talk about 9-11 because it was like i think <laughs> september 12th was the night of the show right. so i'm like i want to talk about 9-11 and then everybody's like we're gonna fight your ass and he's like yeah come at me and i was like all right it just, it just is what it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, Ryan's
7: always been nice to me. I, I actually like Ryan, but uh, but I know he's super controversial, so, like, I think he just kind of picks fights, too, for, like, everybody else. You know, he disagrees with people, and he's, like, outspoken, and, yeah. you, know, it, you know, he loves... He likes the conflict, which I'm very similar, so I can't really, you know, really talk crap about Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> like, uh,
1: honestly, I don't even... I have no issue with any of that stuff. It's just that this is not the show. Like, it's just, my show's not, like, the the picking fights so you
7: started the tower gang beef danny
1: i just no i did not i don't start
4: no this this is all you
1: facilitated it i i you You know i I facilitated it it in the sense that i don't have a call screener and i just (laughs) literally pick up any call so that i pick up a call and the first call i happen to pick up yeah
2: that's the charm of your show though is that there's no screener like you want the crazies to call in it's fun
1: it's it's called low value
7: mail for a reason involuntary yeah yeah, yeah, it's yeah. involuntary, you know. Alex Alex, so by the way, uh,
2: Alex and I were hanging out this past weekend and uh he was it was his birthday by the way. Happy birthday again, brother. I'm birthday the cow-
7: Pimp! Pimp on a him. Twenty nine years old, twenty nine, <laughs> did you scroll? Did you hit my DMs? Okay, how's go? your
1: someone just messaged in the chat, how's the training going? You're fighting uh Mike Harrington very soon. I'm walking right now.
7: I'm doing You're my walking for your I training? Wait. No, I'm dude, Mike Harrington is in the back
1: of a butcher shop right now, punching the shit out of a cow carcass. I, I hope you're not know, on a losing streak, dude.
7: I'm getting less confident by the day, dude. And I said this to his face: anybody that ugly knows how to fight, dude. And I'm like a supermodel; like I could be modeling for Calvin Klein if I lost 35 pounds. But uh, I know I don't know about, I don't, I mean, know I don't like their political views. It sounds like you already. Yeah, an that's LCT. a fact. Right? I, just don't, I just don't like their political views. There's a <laughs> lot of major brands that I could model for if they would just change their political views, then I would consider losing the weight. But that's all backroom deals. I don't want to really talk about publicly uh, because of NDAs and such. But sure. Yeah, Clinton and I were hanging out in Miami. It was oh, crazy, oh, and then oh. I got in the cold ones.
2: Oh yeah, that was that was hilarious, and uh, I just wanted to say I'm sorry that your Cowboys did exactly what I expected. The the Niners are for real though, brother. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, we got what fun. did
7: I say? I said that for my birthday they were going to lose and get humiliated. I said that, and you I you said they were the going to get
1: humiliated. Well, well,
7: yeah, he
2: yeah, was right.
1: They did. They yeah, yeah you're right, man. Alex Dine. That's why I get my humiliation. Alex Dine with the crystal study. ball.
7: That's why. I, that's why I let mm. my wife have a boyfriend because the Cowboys have humiliated me so long.
2: Dude, you should you so should. So uh, you should take your, uh, what's his name? Your wife's boyfriend and use him as a
7: training partner. Dontarius. Yeah, Dontarius. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm going to get some footage with him. Him and I are speaking at, at you remember guys last year when I got spit on at Penn State? <laughs>
1: yeah, I, that's, I saw you. you. Yes, because yeah. didn't I see you immediately? I went on athlete? Tucker. Yeah, but didn't I see you, didn't you come to the stand? Wasn't that that your show at the stand in New York was like right after that? You got spit on like the, it was like a week later, right?
7: Probably. I mean, I was on fire last yeah, year. That's when I went on my biological stepdad show, Tucker. And uh so, why, he, why yeah, has it why he I'm brought going you on, tw-
1: on his Twitter show?
7: He's only doing it one day a week and he only has one guest. I That's mean a good he used point. to have like literally tw- that, is, like that, that is a good point, a actually. Yeah, yeah. You gotta uh, you to that better. by four weeks.
2: You just gotta be, you know, <laughs> for president of Argentina and he'll have you on.
7: Which I might, I actually might do that. I might join the cartel. Honestly, I'm just thinking about it. I'm I'm trying to start the Gates for Palestine movement and really get it going. Just That's a
1: real movement. What do you mean, women. dude? If you, That's I I'm I I'm a trying s- to
7: hijack it like BLM. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was gonna say like I made a sketch today, and then I was like looking for a queer that there's that Queers for Palestine uh, people holding it, and then I was like trying to find it on Google, and so I searched it, and like literally fifty different signs come up. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking all over. Beautiful.
7: Quite- I love it, dude. That's what I love. That's the ultimate culture jam, dude. That's the ultimate, like, simulation is malfunctioning. Yeah. Um, clue. Yeah. But I love it. Um, well, all right. Well, I won't hog all the time. Clint, are you doing good? You know, Clint drives a Corvette Steam Nice. That's a nice car. You know that, Denny?
1: Uh, we I, I, I know right now. I
2: yeah, we we took a picture in front of it. it, dude. It just felt it felt right to you know do like a nineteen nineties rap album pose in front of my vet with you. It, it really, it's like it, it felt like my life had been completed in some fashion. It was <laughs> have great. you
7: have you owned a lot of Corvettes? I mean, that was like not a starter Corvette. That was like a you know top. It's of the
2: line it's a starter Corvette. for me, dude. As as I was talking about earlier, the key to my success has been delayed gratification. So I drove a bunch of beaters until uh, until I got you know. Two years ago, and oh, then yeah, I then, I, then I well, dude, that, so I got the That bet. car,
7: that car's nice. Is that car gas? I didn't even ask. You, is it electric? What is it like? Why is it Stingray? <laughs> what does that make? Is it V
1: twelve or something? Is there an electric no, Corvette? No, not yet.
2: Uh, like... No, it's a it's a V eight, like five hundred some horsepower. It's fastest, wow. best, Man, best my, car I've ever My
1: owned. my friend had a Corvette, and yeah. I went for a ride, and you know, it f- feels like you're on a, in like a boat, like the way like the front. Yeah, but you is. know. T- like kind of well, you, if, dude, but a, it's
2: it's you you were in an older one i bet yeah it was an
1: older one yeah yeah but it's like honestly yeah. no, but it wasn't that one, old this is like a it was like a 2010 or something
2: no 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 Set 2020 was the first year this is a rear engine corvette this is oh, a fucking okay. sports car oh, of well, the highest order dude it's like it's like a ferrari it's unbelievable yeah yeah,
1: yeah. it's yeah. insane no the old, the old vets like did feel like boats, though. but it right. was like the fastest car i was yeah. like holy shit this is insane yeah yeah no they're
2: fast but like no it handles too
7: the Teslas are fast as crap, though. I mean, the Teslas are fast as shit.
2: Well, Luke, Luke but, drives uh, a I'm not Tesla. Even pro.
7: Like,
2: Luke, Luke drives you know, a Tesla, and I feel like, like we're probably uh, off the line. He'd probably still be able to take me, but top end, he'd be, he'd be <laughs> yeah. in trouble.
7: There's yeah. electric cars. They're just, like, geared so tight or something. I don't know how they can get it going so fast. But uh, all right, well, uh, it's in always in prime a pleasure time. talking to you, fellas. Glad, glad we glad could uh, catch you while you're doing some of your
1: uh, fight fight training cardio.
7: I'm nervous, dude. What if he kicks my? <laughs> you can't butt, say I... any
1: of this. What are you talking about? You can't put this out there. I... What fighter is going I on know, shows but... and being like, I'm worried? Or is this like a, or is this like a psychological tactic where you're like kind of mentally sanding? Is or... it?
7: That's what I'm saying. Is it a psychological tactic? I Am know. I fully confident? No, no. I mean, on a serious note, though. Any dog, every dog has its day. A blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Like anything can happen in that ring. And I've been sparring and I've been doing well with sparring. I mean, that's true. But, dude, you know, I get cracked by smaller guys and getting cracked in sparring, it does not feel good, dude. I walk home (laughs) and I have bruises on my body, on my shoulders, on my You shouldn't be saying this
1: in public, Alex, (laughs) when you have a fight coming up? Like, pretty soon. No,
7: he gets, he gets, he's, no, because he's actually sparring. Like, I've never actually sparred. I just started sparring literally the last month. I mean, I know like that, I but Mike Harrington likes getting them. punched in the face.
2: Yeah, see, th- this is the dangerous thing, Alex, is that, like, your life is going somewhere. Harrington, this is his, this is everything to him. This is the only thing he has in his life, So yeah. <laughs> If you win, he does, this, like, he's got a cor- newborn
1: baby, but he No, really, no, that doesn't he matter. matter. Yeah, doesn't he's matters. got a baby. Harrington's life's he, not going anywhere. He, and, and you
2: have, he wants this so desperately, so bring it brother pimp on a blimp elbow drop on his motherfucking ass let's go do you
7: wait do you need? do you know are you like oh yeah so do you like listen to gas do you are you familiar with mike uh Clamp? yeah
2: yeah i'm i'm good friends with dave smith oh, wow. so like i'm i'm down with the, oh the yeah
7: OG i didn't guys, even you know? think yeah i oh, see like i don't really know mike but i like mike too well, that's mike's making the this fight harder <laughs> yeah
2: oh mike's the man he's just like his ah. just his life is just going nowhere <laughs> at all
7: yeah, I'm trying to make him like me a little Sorry, bit. Sorry, no, I'm, on talk, on I'm talking. I'm serious... talking shit
2: on behalf of Alex. I'm trying to get yeah, the animosity directed my way so that he goes easy. You're gonna on. get
7: Alex killed, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> on a serious note, though, I mean, you know, if he has, it's gonna come down to who has the longevity. But dude, I'm going in there, and I think his strategy is to gash me out. But I'll tell him my strategy right now. I'm going in there for blood. Like I'm not holding back. I'm pressing as soon as I get in there. I'm not dancing. I'm not. We're going as soon as they hit the bell. You're just coming out swinging, I'm throwing like, both. Yeah. Yes. Just one that's minute fury. Saying. The same thing
2: I give my ex-wife. All Let's right.
7: go. Well, I know, and I and I think that's what he wants me to do. But like, that's my my plan is to go in there and fight immediately, <laughs> like a, a you know honey badger. I mean,
2: <laughs> I
4: love it. Dude. I'm not
7: going. Yo, where, I'm not where's going the fight? I mean, where's, where's the fight? In Tampa. In All Tampa. Right. I, I live mean, in like, Miami. You know, I'm gonna try to make it talk- up. Yeah, you should. I'm saying, you know, if I get tired at some point, you know, maybe I'll have to dance around. But I I don't plan on dancing. He likes to get punched. I know I'm going to get punched. Like, I'm going in there swinging, dude. I'm going in there for the knockout. So
1: You're giving away too much, Alex. uh, I I, I know this this goes against your ethos, but I think less is more with this stuff right now. You're giving away too much. Like, I know, I'm but... I'm just... You're like, I'm scared. Uh, he's going to beat me up. <laughs> it it I'm hurts going... when you get hit. Did you <laughs> <Yeah.
7: know that? laughs> he's like, it hurts. I, well, I cried a well, little bit. Well, I'm saying, bit. even if I... Because I know reality is even if I win, I'm going to get hit. I mean, you know, that's just... I get hit in sparring, so I know it's going to be more than that. So, even if I win, it's more for your ego. Because, like, you know, you still hurt. It still hurts. Even a guy that got, you know... Canelo yeah, wins a fight. He's still fucked up after the fight. Hey, dude, I, I, I'll <laughs> dude. tell you what. I'm not fighting
1: anybody, so you got more balls than I do. Yeah, I know,
7: and this is what i become, dude, a sideshow, because I'm trying to get clout, dude. That's this is what every YouTuber has become. YouTube. Literally,
1: every YouTuber now is you're just like, do you box? And you're like, yeah, what? But you I had anything a, about I the boxing.
7: Sl- what are you talking about? I had a, I had a slam-dunk deal with that zone thing, and I messed that up like an idiot. Now I gotta fight Harrington who can fight a little bit. Like, I'm just now I'm like, I was at, doing a pro fight. Now I'm doing an exhibition fight in Tampa, of all places. One of the you know craziest places on earth. <laughs> fighting a guy that's like, where's Harrington from? New York? So I'm like, New it's York, bald. He looks like a mechanic if he wasn't going to be in the podcast. <laughs> he uh, you know what I mean? He like a hitman like, for hit.
2: one, of the, one of the New York mafia That's families. what I'm
7: saying. That's why he's so... He's so bald because he already had his testosterone boost. Like, he's got that old man strength <laughs> already, you know? So, like, I know yeah. that. And I'm not. Dude, I barely can grow a mustache, you know? I'm, like I said, dude, I'm a freaking Vogue model, GQ model.
2: Um, I know. You're, you're really too pretty for the fight game, Alex. Yeah. that I can't say the same I about am. Harrington. He, Harrington's one of those guys that, like, he could be 30 or 70. And, like, you really don't know. <laughs>
7: Yeah, he's he's the guy that would have bought alcohol when they were underage because they would believe his idea is real. He so exactly. old. I had a buddy that looked just like him, Justin Roberts. He like he would even have to get carded sometimes. He was eight, he, we were eighteen, and sometimes he wouldn't even card him. He looked so old, but uh, That's pretty good. Yeah.
1: Um. All right, Alex, we're gonna well, let you go, but good, good luck there, buddy. I uh, I'll see you right, on. What's the uh, chat
7: saying about the fight? Are they on my um, side? I'm not looking at
1: it. Someone says you fucked up. South Coast Verizon, you fucked up, Alex. Someone says Alex is going to fuck him up. So I think it's uh, it's it's split here. I think it's split. 50-50.
7: Huh? Can we,
1: is there betting allowed on this? Is there any odds? Do you know?
7: If there is, I'm throwing the fight and getting rich, bitch. But that I don't know.
1: Care. Well, then that settles it. There will be no betting.
2: <laughs> don't bet on Alex Stein. Jeez. Uh, good luck, All brother. Right. I, I'm, I'm rooting for you, and you have tremendous height and reach. Just pop that jab, homie. Yeah. Trust me.
1: I know. Yeah. All right. Later, buddy. Alex Stein, everybody. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna keep this moving. Uh, thank you again, Clint, for for coming on here. We're gonna take a call right now. Hello, next to call in low value mail. Who am I speaking with? Jerry. Jerry, uh, one moment, please. And you're on with Clint. Uh, Clint, this is Jerry. I What's feel up, like Jerry? this
5: is a bit. Daddy. So I'm, I'm thinking about you, Danny. I'm thinking about you, Eric, Clint, and I'm wondering. But oh, which one of you boys is bigger? Who's If you are going to fight, which one of you boys is going to fight and win? Like I, each other? I see you both.
2: Oh man, yeah. here we
5: go no, I, now I, have both, to, I have to talk shit to my host <laughs> a very, You're very uh,
1: Dude, your fucking strong, fans are really very... peed up huh? They're all just <laughs> testosterone Coursing <laughs> through the veins Everything's a
5: fight <laughs> I just got, a, I just got a, an idea For a fight A venue even uh, It's in Florida, of course There's yeah. no other alternative But you sure. could just You could be the gator
9: You could be the gator
5: and the eagle i don't know what you're saying i'll leave it up to you two well one of you has to be the gator and the other one has to be the eagle to determine who's gonna fight in that 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 capacity
2: i've met i've met danny's brother in arms in person and hung out with him at at last year's Skankfest, but i've never met danny so i don't know size weight height i don't know
1: similar 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 height 6'1"? yeah Six 6'1", one. Six, one. yeah. Six six one, okay. six two, two. Okay. Oh, six 25. two? Now I'm a little concerned. Two, 25, 30.
5: What about that what about I'm that two, Ryan Dawson guy? That that fella from uh, Japan.
2: Uh he's strong, he's bolding he's bold fella. He's balding worse than me. Um and he ought to shave his head. It's embarrassing that he hasn't. Uh he I, looks would, like, uh, I can't
1: tell how big he is. Do we know
5: how big Ryan Dawson he, is? He
2: Ryan's about six feet. I mean oh, he okay. he would say he would say he's six five, you
0: know. Okay.
5: Uh, well, I mean, 185 like, pounds shredded, he's but he's like man-lit. 250,
2: pure fat. Talk? Yeah, I've heard. him I've heard him talk quite a bit. <laughs> talk a lot of shit about my guys. <laughs> it puts me in a rough position because I like Dawson. I don't want to talk shit to him, but yeah, you come him. from my you come from my squad. Like, what am I supposed to do?
1: It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, it's gang warfare. You know. All right. Thanks for calling, uh, yeah. Jerry. You know, was it?
5: You're, you're not. You're not fighting. You're not fighting. Is what you're saying. You're not fighting. No, fine. no, I'm not fighting.
2: No, I don't want to fight
1: Danny. I like him. No, my my yeah. Plus, I my insurance so is <laughs> <it's> not comp- <laughs> my insurance isn't comprehensive enough.
5: I feel for, I feel like uh, if I if I were to just wager, I would say that Clint, you would go for the eyes. Do You think you look like you have a you're a man of few words and a lot of a, a lot of viral moves. You like to move in for the kill. <laughs> Yeah, I, all right. well, so, that I'm,
4: so
1: well, I'm definitely not fighting all right jerry you know, thanks man
2: it's so bizarre because my career is podcasting i'm a man of few words
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah what the fuck? going for the eyes all right let's take another call here hopefully less fight related uh hello thanks for calling low valley mail who am i speaking with hey danny it's the mayor the mayor what's up buddy uh how you how you been doing uh all right mayor you, you are do on doing class you're on with Clint. Clint, uh, this is uh, Mayor Aaron of uh, Keensburg, oh, Colorado.
2: Aaron Lamb, what's up, homie?
9: Hey, buddy. How you doing?
1: I'm
2: good, man. How's, how's it going? He's one of the, the handful of libertarian mayors in America.
1: In so. America, right? Do you know how many there are? I have
2: no idea. Not a, no, no, I
1: was all asking, I of, was asking uh, Aaron. I was asking Aaron. Oh,
2: good. Okay.
9: I'm only aware of one other for sure, but I think he may have uh, ran out his term, so I, I'm not sure. So you're the, the only, only
1: libertarian <laughs> mayor in all of America, and you're on this show right now.
5: I feel honored. It's
1: cool shit, man. He's uh, well, Javier yeah, so, Malay okay, of I Colorado. can't confirm that. Oh, okay.
9: <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to ask Clint uh, when uh, Javier is going to be on his and Luke's new show. Um. Actually, Luke was in
2: talks with him to. Uh, to fly to Argentina to interview him in person. So stay tuned for that. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But Luke has been trying, and then uh, Tucker Carlson kind of undercut him. He he got it. He got the premiere.
1: Yeah, because you're like I, I, probably he the he's like, well, I got Tucker Carlson. Why would I do anything else? <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, I could go on the
2: biggest show in you know in the internet. When is the Robin. when
1: is the election in Argentina?
2: Uh, I think it's next year. Next I'm not year. sure when. Oh,
1: it's not. It's not for a bit.
2: I, well, I th- I I think. Aaron, do you know?
1: Uh, no, I think you're correct. Okay. okay. So, so a lot of fuckery could happen in between now and then.
2: For sure. Yeah. Uh, the, one good thing about Malay is that he wants to migrate to the U.S. dollar, um, as opposed to their currency because it's they're dealing with such hyperinflation. So, because of that, he may avoid CIA hit squads, which oh. would be
1: great. That'd be nice of the CIA to spare him. Yeah. Pretty that'd sick be, for sure. That'd be cool. No, um, it says yeah. general elections in Argentina are scheduled to be held October twenty second.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, like that's right. In, it
1: was a runoff. Yeah. It's like in two weeks. Awesome. All right.
2: Well, then we'll find out soon. We could have an ANCAP yeah, less president. Than,
1: yeah. Less than two weeks to go. Uh, and the, yeah, I'm just seeing the pesos taking some sort of crazy dive and he's facing a lot of criticism. All right. Well, that should be that should be fun to watch. Uh, Aaron, I, I, how, actually, I, sorry, go,
2: go. I, I was just going to say, I, I almost, uh, I almost moved out to try and to try and work with Aaron before uh, my life got t- turned upside down. With uh, I got offered, uh, you know, fifth chair position over on Timcast briefly, and then that didn't work out. And then I ended up working with Luke, but uh, for a time there, I was seriously considering moving to to work with Aaron
1: to Keensburg at the with the what is it, the Tiger, the Tiger Preserve, or whatever that's going
9: on there. <laughs>
2: I don't know it? about a tiger preserve. No,
9: uh, okay, Clint was uh, considering uh, putting his hat in the ring for the town manager position. Oh, uh, Clint, Danny is. I'm well versed on the town, uh, right. is, it, yeah, on this town manager referring position. To the, yeah, yeah, uh, Danny's referring to the animal, uh, the wild animal, uh, animal preserve that we have in town, which hosts uh, a couple, probably close to a hundred different tigers and lions and. Uh, different hybrids, uh, including 60 of uh, the Tiger Kings. Well,
2: you're the only libertarian mayor-, mayor in the world, so we're really relying on you to uh Kingsburg <laughs> <to> into <and, laughs> the greatest place on Earth. You actually so
1: might be the only libertarian mayor in the world. If you're the only one in America, surely you must be the only one in the world. It's a distinct possibility.
9: Well, well again, I, I, I don't want to put that out for sure. I, I'm, I'm not aware of another one. I'll have to double check uh, the LP's website. I'm pretty sure they have a, a list there. Uh, but but uh, d- last thing I, I did just want to say, I, I think Harrington's gonna gonna take Stein. Unfortunately, ooh,
1: ouch! I mean, he's Alex, got, Alex I is seen, not gonna like that, <laughs> dude. I've seen Mike Harrington fight a few times now, like Skankfest last year, and he's he's got that dog in him, you know, like he's really. Dude, you were at Skankfest last year? I yeah. was there too. Uh, Crazy. We didn't. Uh, yeah, we know, didn't yeah, meet. Yeah, that is weird, actually. Yeah, I was there. Uh, yeah, but Harrington's got that dog in him. I don't know if you saw him fight last year, but. Uh, I did. Yeah,
2: I was. I was. I was ringside, and he, uh, he's got the dog in him. He's got quick hands for uh, you know, kind of out of shape little man. Um, yep. Sorry, I'm just talking shit. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't even know why I'm talking shit to Harrington. I, <laughs> I'm sure he's a good guy, but <laughs> no, it's Aaron, uh, man. that yeah, Alex is Alex is like my boy. So I I gotta try and you know up him.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
9: But the thing is that no one, I think, is really taking account for is he's a new dad, so he has that new dad strength. he yeah, was really heavy. He's cutting down, so yeah, that was a bulk. He's leaning down. I think he's going to come in hot.
2: I, I well, let me just defend Alex for a second. Alex is a big man. Alex he is, is a big, a, He is way bigger than me. Way bigger. Yeah, he's bigger than me. He's like he's yeah, he's multiple <laughs> inches taller than me, which yeah, and guy. I'm pretty tall, so. He's a huge mountain of a guy. Like, whenever and, uh,
1: people wonder when they see an Alex Stein video and there's all these people like in his face and he's just got that shit eating grin on him, the reason yeah. is because he's way bigger than all of them.
2: Yep. And he's they're way all. Bigger, so he's unafraid. <laughs> they're all Antifa and he's just like,
1: yeah, exactly. And he's just like right <laughs> in their fucking face. And the reason is because he's so much bigger than them.
2: And I will say this Alex, like, as Harrington has the dog in him, but Alex Stein has no fear. That yeah. man is fearless. So yes, he's afraid in in like in the lead up. I'm sure the anticipatory anxiety is going to be vicious. Once he gets in that ring, that's why when he says he's going to go, it's the same attack attitude he has with like his comedic routines and and everything else he does in his life. So I'm confident he's going to bring it. We'll see.
5: Yeah, I think so.
9: Well, uh, I look forward to seeing what the odds are. Well, uh, Danny, thanks for having Clint on. Both you boys, it, it's been uh, awesome. Th- have a good oh, night. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. Later, buddy.
2: I can't believe like. So many of these callers are people I know. It's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a. Uh, I have a lot of like. I don't. I, I don't personally uh, identify as, as a libertarian. I certainly like a lot of things, but definitely a lot of libertarian. Uh, I've had a lot of libertarians on and viewers and stuff. And yeah, and uh, Aaron's a good dude. All right, we got another call. One moment, please. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with?
5: Hey, I'm just uh Oh,
1: there he the is. Flat Earther. Yeah, 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 resident flat. Right. Are... You're on with Clint. Go ahead,
0: man. Hey, Clint, did you make it to this Game Fest this year? I saw you last year. I Didn't see you this year.
2: Didn't make it this year. Dave Smith didn't uh, didn't hook your boy up with tickets. Suck. <laughs> I couldn't couldn't make it out there this year. Ah, oh, that's too
0: bad. Uh, there's a, there's there's plenty of Danny's colleagues that didn't make it out there this year that I
6: wanted to see, but you know, yeah, it all yeah. works out. In the yeah, end. it
1: happens. We, me and you hung out actually. Me and you talked for a few minutes. I don't want to give away. Yeah, dude, away, and uh, I don't want to give away your name, but
0: no, it's cool, bro. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, Danny, dude, Danny, it, he he got to find somebody to fight. Danny's a big boy, man.
9: <laughs> I'm not a fighter though. <laughs> Every, everyone is just trying to set up fights. This is so that's
1: crazy. what that's literally what like this game is now with it's the, it's, it's the rattlesnake.
0: It's that Puerto Rican. That Puerto Rican makes all these people contagiously too violent.
2: You yeah, talking about Top Lobster?
0: No,
1: Louis J. Go. Oh, Lewis. Top That's funny. That,
2: that's funny because Top Lobster is Puerto Rican, too. So, like, there is something about Puerto Ricans and just like making the fight game happen when we yeah. don't want to do it.
1: <laughs> it's, it's just Not what great. you do. I, it's just what you do, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I yeah, don't know.
0: I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, I had a, um, yeah, go questions. ahead. Yeah, hey. Had- yeah, two questions for Clint. Uh, first one, I mean, not so much of a question, but um, with this whole Israel-Palestine thing, yeah. I'm in the position where bro, I've, I've been uh, watching world conflict through the tube television since, I, since like 2001. Right. I'm at the point where, and, and I've seen the Israel conflict go off and on since 2006 when it was Lebanon. I mean, that's just the time I was alive on Earth. I'm at the point where I'm at the position, I just want both teams to have fun. And. <laughs> not, not yeah. the team is having fun, dude.
1: Yeah, there's no fun here.
0: There's no fun here. Oh, no, no. I know there's no fun. I know there's fun and fun, but this is literally like you see a sports game, you're like, Mike, it's like, I don't have any dog in the fight anymore. Like, this is. I mean, obviously, like, I am of non interventionism, like, I am of the go. thought that Israel, Israel is the fifty-first state of America. Absolutely, I've Isn't always like, said
1: that. That that's the okay. one thing where everybody's like
5: Puerto Rico can kick rock. <laughs> Puerto Rico can kick rock.
1: I, I, I've always said that too because, like, I, I agree. Like, America should not give Israel money. I only the for the only for the, the express flag. reason so that people could stop using it against Israel because it's an insignificant sum of money. Like, it's not even one percent of their GDP. It's like nothing. But then you're like, America does that for their benefit. Like, nobody ever really... Like, America gives them money to fucking, you know, have that access. I don't know. Do you know how many bases America has in the Middle East? They must have a ton. Like do I, I don't know.
2: I don't know specifically in the Middle East, but I know it's... Uh, I think it's over 100 um, worldwide. So, it's crazy. I think
0: it's like 180.
2: I've heard I, I've heard different like figures, but yeah. it's a lot. It's way more than necessary. I mean, it, it's it's clearly the the global empire um, of the modern era. And yeah, I I'm I kind of feel the same way you do. I'm just pure non intervention. You know, like the the history goes back millennia. Uh, this is like blood feud type of stuff. It's vitally important that even though the CIA and the U.S. Empire has played a lot of role, in, a, a major role in in kind of fostering more bad blood it, at some point we just have to withdraw we just have to withdraw um, you know as Ron Paul famously said we just marched in we can just march out well we need to we, we just assassinate our way in let's just stop doing that let's just stop as soon as possible and hopefully they can work it out
0: yeah that's 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 what most people agree now, I was about to say America's flag should be updated where it's like 50 stars and then the 51st star is like a white star of David for the obvious implication yeah. but uh there y'all guys were talking about earlier the Samson option. I think the Samson option is truly what keeps America being like, We gotta keep paying child support on this baby mama we done knocked up like.
2: <laughs> well, according yeah. to Dawson, they uh they, they stole our nuclear secrets to create the Samson option. Uh I don't take yeah. it for what it's That's... worth. That's his
0: and, and now they're sending another they are they're, they're, they're uh, doing uh, they're sending another carrier fleet right next to uh, Israel last time that happened it was you know USS Liberty that's right. another question <laughs> I yeah. doubt
1: they're going to do another USS Liberty but I'm just looking right here and there's a base in Jordan there's a base in, these are naval bases in uh, Saudi Arabia so they have ones nearby yeah. like in uh, but, like yeah,
6: yeah.
0: Uh, but my um, more main important question for Clint, and this is something on a, more of a home side. Um, so, uh, people like just m- normal Americans who just like are the whole thing of like they don't really get into politics and all that stuff, and you ain't really gonna get them to join your team talking about libertarian this and anti government that. But all of them all concur and agree like they hate that their paycheck is being molested by Uncle Sam for income tax federal wise. Right. Of social security and social security as uh your friend and colleague dave smith i mean colleague of danny's because somehow a dave a stand of up and it's fun yeah he's
2: he's a libertarian yeah. podcast colleague and a comic colleague you know yeah.
0: yeah yeah but he said like he explained like basically how social security is a ponzi scheme because you pay it in is. you can't pull your money out and they're like oh if you want to get paid out you just need to make sure more people pay in blah 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 blah
1: Yeah, like, you can't have, like, a declining population with Social Security. Like, that would literally just fuck the whole thing up. But that would fuck everything up. Like, you know, you you worked in the mortgage industry. Like, imagine if the population, not even declined, just didn't grow. Right? Right. Like, the whole real estate industry is preface on the fact that there's more and more people.
4: Right? Well,
2: that and also the decreasing value of the dollar, because it creates inflationary pressure.
1: Well, that, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, the moment where you're like, well, we just have, like, places empty and, like, you know, right. th- th- that would put incre- incredible, like, downward pressure on.
2: Yeah, well, I, I mean, this is a, a big problem with depopulation uh, across the Western world is that, like, all of, our, all of our economic systems are set up not in a, uh, you know, a sound fiduciary fashion. Like, they're all set up basically in Ponzi uh, structures. So, yeah, if you have a, a declining population, which, bizarrely, much of our political leadership is also like they, they come from this worldview of we are overpopulated. We must decrease our population, but simultaneously they are the ones that have created these Ponzi's that stop functioning if you have a decreasing population. So it looks as if um, we're, we're headed towards a, a real implosion on many fronts because of it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, you know I mean with the whole thing with overpopulation, anyone, anytime anybody brings that up to me, I'm like, dude, don't, say that word around me because if you truly believe overpopulation is a problem, kill yourself because (laughs) the problem of 8 billion (laughs) people begins with a single suicide. Like if you like, because if
5: it ain't ain't going
0: to be you, you, it's going to be go to the, go look at the places in the world with the greatest population growth, India, parts of China, Africa. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's go. Um, round them up and stop them from populating because the pharmaceutical industry's been doing that already with the indians (laughs) i'd
2: I'd, I'd rather not i'd rather not force depopulation on the rest of the world either Uh, malthusianism is extraordinarily dangerous and just for the youtube uh moderator uh, our caller was using uh, that phrase in jest
0: oh it's all it's like a a hip-hop term
2: yeah yeah
0: slang yeah. It's all hip hop. Yeah. Over, overpopulation
2: nuance. can be, char- can be fixed with humor is what he was trying to well,
0: say. Well, um, uh, YouTube moderators are part of the overpopulation problem. But, uh, <laughs> back, to, <laughs> but uh, back to the uh, social security question. Um, so with so many people realizing that uh, they realize how much of their money like is being taken out of their paycheck for federal income and social security. And they're like, well, no federal employees coming up to work those hours that they take. But how? What will it take for like most of Americans to be like, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to pay taxes. I don't want to report taxes. I will no longer file. I'll, I'll apply for jobs, but you pay me like. On what is it? Wait, you. What are you w- asking? W- what will for? it
1: take for the American as a populist to just uh, like population just stop paying taxes?
0: Yeah, I and mean, like even I mean, like, they the have force, to. Co- be like, the problem is
1: they'll never coordinate like that.
0: You know that. Well, be... I mean, what would be the first? Like, what would be the thing to introduce to the American populace? Like, hey, we know you're complaining about your check being, you know, pilfered off the top. I'll I like... mean, it has to start
1: on like 4chan. Like, there has to be literally like, a 4chan joke starts going around where everybody's not going to pay taxes one year. And then like I
0: don't wanna be dealing with those people. Well the problem is it's
1: like it's a game theory thing where everybody's like worried that they're not gonna be the ones they're gonna be like, Well, everybody's saying they're not gonna pay taxes, but what happens when people do and then I'm the one who doesn't and then I get fucked because I didn't and everybody said they weren't but they did, so
2: Oh, exactly, and and the state still has you know a monopoly on violence and the printing press, so that they will be able to pay their IRS agents to come and round you up and put you behind bars. So unless unless it is you know fifty million people, like you're going, they're going to try and arrest and jail you. And if if you can if you can actually get fifty million people that are willing to stop paying taxes, you can probably get the presidency. You could probably get a libertarian elected at that point. So I don't know. It's
4: uh, yeah.
0: I'm just saying. I, I've got. 30 30, 37 years something like that so you know uncle sam giving back that money i know that money ain't gonna be worth shit oh you ain't you ain't getting that money back yeah i I already know we won't we won't we probably
2: won't even be using u.s dollars at that point
0: yeah
1: not looking good
0: Um, i mean bro i I think we're gonna be finding slurs for aliens but you know that's what i'm looking forward to yeah i'm I'm
1: not. Um, all right. Oh, thanks, dude. Thanks for calling in. All right. We, we got
0: time for
1: uh, one more caller. Uh, could, tell people where they can find you. We're just going to wrap up shortly.
2: Yeah. At Liberty Lockpot on Twitter. As I said, I will follow back any subscribers. Uh, if you guys want to support my work, that's the best way to do it. Um, and then Liberty Lockdown on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just search Liberty Lockdown. Uh, Tower Gang is also on YouTube because we're on like our third or fourth channel. Uh, it's a really fun show. We do that every Wednesday night. And then, uh, last but not least, We Are Change. Uh, the full episodes are on Rumble. You can see the first hour over on YouTube. We Are Change. And that's uh, the show I co-host with Luke Witkowski. We've had on Carl Benjamin and uh, Obama's gay lover, Larry Sinclair. Oh, you guys uh, got, oh right,
5: th-
1: yeah, you guys had Larry Sinclair on. Uh, Whatever happened say. with all that? That was the weirdest fucking story. Cause <laughs> I think he's like, telling the like, truth. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like some dude is like, yeah, I sucked Obama off and then... <laughs> You go okay. Any <laughs> the guy's like the sketchiest past.
2: Yeah, yeah, he does, and I mean he's he's clearly been you know a lifetime drug user. Um, yeah, but like his wild. story. Actually, you
1: know what? Hold that thought. We're gonna take the last call okay. of the evening, and we'll, we'll sure. finish that up. Hello, extra call in low value mail. You are the last caller of the evening. Who am I speaking with? This is Laura. Hi, Lara. How are you? Hi. So, I really had a really vapid question. Ah, uh, one moment. Basically All right, yeah, about on. Danny.
5: Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You're on. Hey. Okay. So, I had a really vapid question, but it's about your eyes, Danny. Yeah. They're really spectacular and they're very sparkly. Are they natural? Yeah, Laura. They are. Thanks. Yeah. Are there, are
2: there people that have what? fake eyes?
5: <laughs> well, no, because. Some YouTubers. You think I have like, like a myself. like um
1: contacts? Uh,
5: contacts, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just use extra stuff to make yourself look a little special. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you have to look really good in front of the camera, and you really do look really good. Nice. And I just wanted everybody to know that your sexy, beautiful eyes are totally natural. And whatever anyone says is just bullshit. And it's just kind of nice to hear that you've got a real thing going on with your eyes and your yeah. mustache and your well, hot Well, I must sexy say mouth. that it's nice, to have,
1: it's nice to have a real lady call in, you know? You know, I'm here for you. <laughs> just a real one calling in. <laughs> All right, Laura. Well, I appreciate the kind of words. Thanks for calling in. All right. What Which the fuck was that? I don't know. I think it was one of your friends. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that was. All right. I mean, the thing is, is the caller ID did say the same name. And I don't know how it works with Zoom, but, like, they have to set up the caller ID. I don't know. I just assumed I was getting fucked with. Um, all right. Well, sorry. So w- w- what were we talking about? Yeah, we're going to wrap this up uh, very shortly. Thank oh, we you were talking we talk. about Larry Sinclair. Yeah, Larry Sinclair. Sinclair. Yeah. And, yeah. And we'll so on look, on, we'll go on on he, this note.
2: Yeah, he took he took a lie detector test, um, but then the the results he claims were like they were basically I forget I think it was David Axelrod like had interfered, but he is he, yeah because he was the like lie
1: detector test he failed it right or he was like well inconclu- or it was inconclusive or whatever.
2: Yeah, he said he says that he passed it, um, but they they sent it like the an an analyst was paid off by Axelrod, which was like Obama's, uh, you know, inside guy. I have no idea if it's true, but Sinclair says he is willing to take a lie detector test anytime, anywhere, uh, as long as, you know, people will pay for it, because I don't know if he has the money for it. So, um, you know, if he's full of shit, he is... uh, It's just so crazy
1: that that was like, Tucker Carlson was like, here's like the former, like, Secretary of Defense, and here's like... (laughs) This good Russian. Here's like, the future oh, see, president
2: of Argentina. Yeah,
1: here's a future president. Here's like a former CIA agent. Here's a dude who blew Obama. And you're like, all right. Would <laughs> <laughs> you run out of people to fucking bring on the show? <laughs> what is this? That you can tell, though. You go like Carlson has a personal beef with yes. Obama. Yeah, I think that, so. That was, he goes, he goes, I'm fucking going scorched earth on a whole episode right here.
2: I, I thought, I mean, I love it because I kind of like shit stirring. Yeah, um, as you can, as as you can hey, tell, hey, since I since I do tell. Hey, <laughs> I just got
1: hey I just got kicked off of Instagram for a few days for shit stirring. So exactly. Uh, I
2: mean, you're a comic. I can't believe that you're yeah. not allowed to make jokes like, especially well, jokes the... that are true. You know?
1: <laughs> oh, now you're now you're. <laughs> asking for it i mean the problem is is that there's no like some you know content moderator i can't be like but i was being sarcastic
2: right right, right. you know they like, don't know
1: they just read is there it, a they drop go,
2: down like, bo- drop down box where i can say i'm kidding
1: yeah they just they read it and they go this is fucked up and then that's it <laughs> it's like, i don't yeah. think it is that fucked up though it's not. It's like no it's not. All right. Anyways, I'm bad with timing uh, for stuff like that. I mean, I think I'm good with timing, but then people are like, "That yeah, you shouldn't. You give it a couple of days. But then I'm like, that's not funny anymore. Um, yeah, well, that's why you got to
2: hit it when the iron's hot, brother. Yeah, it's exactly. like comedy 101. You say, you say the most galling thing in the moment. This is Ari Shafir's whole path to success. Absolutely. Um,
1: all right, man. Thank you for coming on. This has been a, a really fun episode. Uh, people can find you. You already said a Liberty uh, Lockdown Liberty Tower, Lock pod, Liberty Lock Pod, all the things. Thank you for coming on. Uh, guys, we got an after show starting in like 10 minutes or so. We're going to watch some videos. Uh, we're going to look into the Samson option. We're going to look more into the Samson option, some other things. Thank you very much. Clint Russell, you are the man. Uh, good night, everybody. New episode of The Bathhouse tomorrow night, 1030 p.m. I will see you all there. Have a good one.
5: All my shit heroic Empathic abilities Yeah, my face be also oh stoic Fleet blow up, nigga That just means I'm working They see me as a leader So that's why I'm capping curkin'. These tracks from the stars That much is for
1: certain You can fit this hit If you up or if you hurt. I'm raising my stock Not talking my feet In some Birkin Number Johnny 5 Got a fucking short circuit. Bring the track to life When I speak phenomenon When I hit she feel that shit I her abdominals These rappers make me laugh Like comic view They're comic You know I got a ball out. I hit the track Running just like Sonic do Later when to turn on My light switch Yeah
0: they turn on my light switch yeah they try to down me up some KO type shit yeah they don't wanna turn on my light switch yeah we pulling up pressure on some flight shit
5: they don't wanna turn on my light switch yeah they don't wanna turn on my light switch Yeah, they don't wanna turn on my light switch yeah they trying to get me on my hype shit yeah they don't wanna turn
0: on my light switch yeah they try to down me up some kale type shit yeah they don't wanna turn on my
4: light switch